Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 5, Episode 14. Today we're talking about Good Burger from 1997, directed by Brian Robbins. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Justin Silverman. Welcome to Movie Dumpster, home of the Movie Dumpster. Can we take your orders? One good shake, Joe. Oh, there you go. That'll be eight bucks. And then you give them the good shake. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. A literal shake. I want yeah. some of those good chunks, honestly. Whatever what, they are, whatever what the, the fuck, fuck is they are. a good chunk. By the way, I, I've considered myself a good chunk. <laughs> you know, I think you're the best chunk, Thank and you. you are Justin Silverman. Thank you so much for coming back to the show and joining us again on the Movie Dumpster in the Flesh. Yes, I've never. I, I was in the Jingle All the Way episode. Yes, yes. So I hope to be in all your Simbad episodes. <laughs> That'd be great. I, that wasn't I, even intentional. I, I was, just got that. I was trying so hard when I was watching me. I was like, we got to fucking connect this to Jingle all the way somehow. Like, he is he like Mr. Wheat? And then because his car, you know, he goes down a downward spiral. It's fucking car gets shit on and busted up. And then he becomes, <laughs> he becomes a fucking up, postal man. worker. That lines up. Just we like world. You, you know? don't have to go much deeper than that. I think that's it. I, I think, think just I, nailed well, it. That, that lines up pretty uh, well. I, until we get to uh, what was the one where he was like the the the, the president's kids, like uh, oh house guest. Yes. Until we get there, then I'm not sure where that. Well, no, no, in. that's different. Actually, house guest is the one where he's Phil Hartman's. He's supposed to be Phil Hartman's yeah. friend from school, and he's like a dentist. He poses as like okay, a okay. So that's obviously after Jingle all the way, because then he knows Phil Hartman yeah. at that point. Hey, Sinbad, you want to come downstairs and make a video? Or okay. <laughs> I like the Sinbad extended universe. <laughs> yeah. Like he's the watcher. He's like the Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like sitting by himself, like on his own planet somewhere. But but, but it's uh, him and his wife walking around naked, trying to get their kids to move out. <laughs> if you ever saw a stand up, pretty good, pretty good joke. I didn't do it any service there. Look it up. I Holy think Sinbad's God. funny. Yeah. I, I think he's better as a, you know, uh, a support actor than the main. But yeah. Regardless. A- agreed. Know. I can't even remember what. What is even a Sinbad movie where he's like the star of? Kind of what I just I think said. House Guest is right. House Guest. He's like yeah. the main guy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. He's usually. Uh, yeah. Definitely he's, not Coneheads. Well, yeah, I was going to say like Coneheads or Jingle All the Way. I guess he's a main character in Jingle All the Way. Yeah, but he's kind of kind of background. Yeah. Overall. I think he's a little bit more than tertiary, though. Yes. I would have He's in it more than Phil Hartman. And Phil Hartman gets all the, uh, the, the, the credentials. Yeah. Well, he's like the villain, right? Yeah. He's one of the villains. One of. Kind, kind of. of. They eventually work together. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Good Burger. Uh, I guess before we get into this, uh, one of my uh, favorite movies, uh, which I'll explain why that is in this review. Uh, Justin, what's been going on since that uh, fateful day several years ago at this point? Oh, when we did the Jingle, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, that was yeah. seven years ago? Several, several, several. Seven. If it was, well, it might be seven depending on when you watch this, but. Holy shit. I think anyway. it was like two, yeah. two or three years ago, I think. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot I even <laughs> did it until I saw you have the poster printed out. Where yeah. Oh. On it, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I was already in a movie dumpster. Like, I, yes. did, I, did I give you a, co- a, a print of that? I don't think so. Ah, shit. Oh, my bad. Well, I'll get you one. I, um, I have them. But I guess what have I been up to? Um. You know, for years I was doing stuff on Cinemassacre, mm-hmm. doing movie reviews and all that. And by the way, I think I'm a I am a fucking poser compared to you guys in this shrine. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are movie guys. I'm like I'm kind of like a jack of all trades, master of none. Sure. I'm a, I'm a big jack off compared to like, the movies and games like you guys are like, you know, I, among royalty here. You guys know and watch so much. I watch, a lot, I watch a lot. I don't know if I can remember it all, yeah. but I try. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched a lot of shit growing up, but for the last few years, I mostly be doing um, 
you know, working at ScreenWave and doing my retroware stuff. We're, you know, redoing that brand where now we're like running arcade machines out to people and we're producing and um, making video games, publishing and developing and all that stuff. I work with you guys a lot from yes. time to time. Yes. Um, a lot from time to time. A lot from time to time. <laughs> On a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Day. Um, you B- know, BTS, obviously, yeah. folks. I-, I got off camera for a while, working all my weight and stuff, doing a little bit of that kind of shit. But I figured... If you're talking about Good Burger, I had to be on it. Well, we're we're rooting for you, dude, and we're so glad to have you back. Yeah, no problem. It's always a pleasure. With that being said, Mm. do you want to talk about our histories of Good Burger? Uh, Yeah. A, I always like doing that, and B... I remember seeing this in theaters. I, I could you, put myself in the old uh, young Sean's shoes right now. You are the Keenan and Kel super fan. Now, oh, I watched yeah. it a lot as a kid. Uh, cle- obviously, we all did. But like you, you are the you are the fucking fanatic. Yes, uh, which we did talk about a little bit in that episode a couple years back. Another episode, even further back, honestly, season two, uh, somewhere towards the end. There it was are, a trick or trash. Yes, our trick or trash episode. Keenan and Kel, two heads are better than none. Which apparently is like impossible to find now. Oh, now, yeah. At the yeah. time, it was on YouTube, but that all got eighty six. Yeah. And now, like, good luck. Uh, it might be on Amazon. It might be on Amazon because uh, Netflix has the first two seasons, right? But not nothing past that. I no. definitely have it though. Does that movie? <laughs> that movie ends the series, right? Yes, it is the yes. last episode slash Halloween special. They go on a, a road trip. They go to a fucking haunted castle where then Mr. Rockmore meets Michael Berryman. And then they, you know, later on, they get that whole chicken fucking thing yes. going on in, right. in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses or the sequel, whatever one There's it was. There's a chimp that plays a fucking piano. Right. It's, it's Scapelli from, from Mario Brothers. Right. Oh, the Scapelli through line That's was in that movie. Line. Yes. That's how we get from Mario Brothers to Cybo Man and Lawnmower Man. Uh, right, right. We get that La Cucaracha doorbell Correct. and all that. But yeah, so that ha- we did Where's that. Where's the ketchup? You know... Thank you again for the ketchup. Yeah, go back and listen to that episode. Uh, this is the other Keenan and Kel thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, growing up, this show, I mean, all that was kind of like the show that got me into Keenan and Kel, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of other people. And then you always, you always kind of saw the chemistry between them and sketches. Mm-hmm. And obviously the people at Nickelodeon really saw it. And then we got Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Now that ran, I think, like four or five seasons. And I swear to God, me and my brothers and my dad watch like every episode. <laughs> now, this is a precursor to the, the Keenan and Kel no, show. This really? Is, this is also. Yeah. It's post? This There's, is after. Really? Or or like maybe right during? at the tail end there. I, I think Good Burger came out during like the third season of all that. Mm. Oh. And after the first season of Keenan and Kel. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Because I remember, I always remember the where Keenan's the construction worker. And of course, Ed <laughs> is the Good Burger employee. Lester Oaks, construction yeah, Lester, worker. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, Lester yeah. Oaks. Yeah, I guess yeah, that sounds about right, Justin, because this was the reason Keenan's in this is because of that show. Yeah. But I don't think this movie works without Keenan, which we'll talk about. But uh, just to get back to my thought. Yeah. So saw this in theaters. I think it, if I didn't see it with my dad, it was with my grandpa. Uh, but yeah, me and my brothers, we went to the uh, the local sea court, which R.I.P. as of this recording. Today is the last day of the Tom's River uh, New Jersey Seacourt Theaters finally getting put to rest. A lot of good memories there, for sure. Uh, you know, put out the uh, the stick in the old dead body there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, heavyweights or something, and that comes to mind. What was that thing called? The blob or whatever? Oh, yeah. the blob. Yeah, like putting the blob out on Seacourt. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to review the freaking heavyweights. Uh, me oh, me yeah, too. We talked Maybe about doing year. it. Maybe. Oh, that's yeah, another sure. Keenan Thompson movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, that was his second feature film after Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yes. Yeah. The second one. Yeah, it's a knuckle yeah. puck. Yeah, uh, yeah. D two. You're nothing with, uh, without his knuckle puck. No, you know? no, 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 no. But uh, make a long story short, we we saw the theater and it kind of stuck with me. Uh, there's also something I want to talk about that was attached to the movie in theaters, but we'll we'll get into that when we yeah, start to, sure. into the behind the scenes a little bit. 
Uh, but yeah, just always like this movie. It's not the best movie ever, but to me, it's one of my favorites, uh, just for all those reasons I just listed. Love the show. Love Keenan and Cal. Just the movie's funny as hell. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of my history with it. What about you? They're, they're a great comedy duo. I think Keenan and Kel is like our generations, like Abbott and Costello or, uh, uh, you know, Laurel and Hardy or something. Sure. Um, all that was something I watched religiously all the time. I mean, when Snick mm. or Teen Nick, when it was Snick first and then Teen Nick, right? Uh, something like that. I forgot how one because because Snick was like the Saturday night. Saturday right. was or was it Saturday night or, yeah, fr- yeah. or Friday? Night. It, was, it, was it was Saturday. Yeah. yeah, it was playing off the TGIF. Kind yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. The big orange couch. Yeah, the yes. big orange couch. Yeah, and like the Kids Choice Awards and all that shit that would tie into the Snick and stuff like that. But yeah, all that was such an awesome show. And if you if you have no idea what all that is, it's basically like Saturday Night Live for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had shit like, do you remember the Roundhouse? Yeah. Yeah. The Roundhouse, yeah. the Mickey Mouse Club and all that kind of stuff or, or uh, Kids Incorporated, stuff like that. Well, it's, that was more like a syndicated Save no, by the yeah. Bell type show. Like Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, but this it's is like a pocket there. Well, this you're, is a skit comedy you're thinking show. thinking of um, you can't do that on television. You can't do that oh, on television. Well, yes, I, that's right. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I'm yeah. just talking about shows in the time period. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Sketch shows. Um, Yeah, for, for kids. Yeah. But it was funny as hell. It's still funny. It still holds up. Uh, Me and my wife watched a bunch of episodes not too long ago, and it, it's still good. You know, you got Kel as the as repair man, 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 man. <laughs> and, of course, Keenan as uh, PRS Cargo. Yes. And, 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 you know, it was like SNL. Like, they would have, like, you know, the one girl be Ross Perot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She was hilarious. And that's how, <laughs> that's how I like learned years. about that election yeah, yes. back then. You know, like you don't even think about it. But like even the kids, I don't know if they understood exactly the political humor therein of what was happening because that was like the that was like the ear boy. Yeah, ear boy. Yeah, that's Ross Perot was always in that. And he's like, I got big ears too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the gag. Anyway, uh, I'm a little older than you guys, so I was like 13 when this movie came out in '97. Okay. Yeah, and I saw this. It was great. And then Starship Troopers came out three months later and changed my life. <laughs> That's a fact, Jack. Still my favorite movie of all time. I don't care what anyone says. It's great. It's a great um, uh, spoof. People don't don't get it. It's a spoof. I don't know. It goes over their heads, I suppose. I think it's a great like action well, satire. I mean, right, it's yeah, Verhoeven. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so fucking I Robocop. Mean, it's crazy, but a, it works really well. There's a reason why he's one of the best directors ever, but also that's true. just my opinion. <laughs> but, you know, I liked watching movies that were, you know, fun. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, I was talking to Sean about it. You, you know, they're not allowed to make fun movies anymore. Like in the 80s and the 90s, you had stuff from like Never Ending Story, even like the stuff that was like low budget and crappy, like Biodome and stuff. But you'd still see it. Like not every movie had to be a, a winner die blockbuster. No, but that was also theatrically released. And yeah. I remember renting Biodome like a ton, even like a, to your point, like The Pest, too. You know, that was a movie that I rented oh, all the time. The opening watched. of this movie is, is basically the, the, is pest. the pest. And yeah. we, I think I forget what episode we were talking about that on. But like every fucking 90s comedy had an opening shower yeah, bit. Yeah. Like or like, like Pee Wee, like, like Pee oh, yeah. yeah, Wee and the even pest Wallace and, and Gromit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of movies not being funny anymore, we just did Ghoulies 3. And like I said on that episode that like that's not a movie that could be fucking made today. No. And like for that budget. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, just with the streaming service, like stuff still comes out. I mean, they're still making Disney and, and Nickelodeon movies nowadays. They just go on a streaming platform and you don't hear about them because you're not the target demo anymore. They're also moguls. You know what I mean? Like, like they're still heavy hitters. They're, they haven't, well, Nickelodeon isn't, like, no, Nickelodeon's not uh, owned by Disney, is it? No, it's, um, well, uh, it's, 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 it's Viacom. Viacom. Right. Yeah. So it's, so it's on, um, is it a Paramount, Paramount thing? Plus. Because yeah. the, it's on Paramount Plus. Because we're going to, again, I, I hate to keep saying we're going to get into it, but there's just so much stuff we're saying that's going to lead right into the sure. behind the scenes and the actual movie. But like the director of this film, um, 
Brian Robbins yep. is now the CEO of Paramount and Nickelodeon, which is yep. great and good for him. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Brian Robbins, by the way, I guess can we, you want to just get, yeah, into, let's get into, into it. Well, Brian Levin, that's his okay, real name. Right. He's hiding his Judaism a little. Brian Levin. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's part of the tribe. <laughs> I don't know how Mel Brooks would feel about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you know, but yeah, he he went by Brian Robbins for everything back then. Right. So you may remember Brian Robbins if you are <laughs> signed up for our Patreon. We did a uh, watch along of Cellar Dweller, the John Carl Beekler classic, and he plays uh, what's his name, Jeremy. The fuck's his name in that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's in that film uh, as like uh, one of the main characters. Beekler keeps coming up. It can't just, get away from Beekler. I love how this is all connected, dude, because we just, like, somehow. <laughs> we joke about it. It actually is. We just bridged the fucking gap between <laughs> Ghoulies 3 and Good Burger. So there you go. When you put it that way, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, listen, folks, it's not all just the MDU. There, there's actual connections here. We're not just totally making this up. Well, it definitely aids our case, that's yes, for sure. Yes, Well, that, you know, that's kind of like your, what is it, like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's done a ton of stuff. Uh, what did he do? He he directed Ready to Rumble and the Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen. <laughs> right, and, the remake, and, yeah. And Eddie Murphy's Norbit. <sighs> he did a he lot did of Eddie Murphy the shit. The ascent of Eddie, Eddie Murphy's career yeah. was, like, just done by Didn't do Pluto Nash, so he doesn't have that blight well, on his career. true. Uh, but he also did uh, a couple other Murphy movies, Meet Dave, which we talked about, I think, on that Pluto Nash episode. And Have you ever seen A Thousand Words? Sorry. I I, we, we talked about it again on that Pluto Nash episode. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, but I've never actually seen it. I watched the trailer and read about it. But the idea was like every word off the leaf. Uh, I forget. The every, every time he it. says like, something, a, a leaf falls off the tree. Right. And when all the leaves fall off the tree, he dies. Right. Because he's always running his mouth is the whole thing. Yeah. So it's you choose wisely what you say. Right. That's uh, the thing i mean i know that brian robbins much like dan schneider um, oh man he, he's one we're gonna probably. get into uh, he, he like these are two guys who were on screen a lot yeah. but did all their best work how do i say it? did all their more important work all their more famous stuff behind the scenes yeah and yeah that made one of the guys a freaking the ceo of the company that ran this you know it's fucking insane <laughs> and the other one's getting written about without their name being used in <laughs> in biography books Whoops. now Oof. Uh, that's a John Lasseter move. Yeah, mm. uh, Dan Schneider. I, he he plays the the mayor. Uh, not the mayor. He plays the manager the in manager. this. Yeah, Bailey. Uh, Mr. Bailey. Bailey. And uh, I always enjoyed this guy in, in Good Burger skits and in the movie. But like when you start reading about that shit over the, I mean, it's been a thing. If you really have been reading about it in the last yeah. like decade, like people have known about this. I mean, there's a reason why Nickelodeon's logo is a giant foot. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he Basically, was also he's, he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he definitely the kids. Yeah, he's, fun, yeah, he's yeah. done some Jeffrey Jones level kind of shit. Uh, not, was that the Amanda Show bullshit? Yes, he was There's also involved because he was a producer uh, on that, wasn't he? A lot of that was all those all the biggest shows. Yeah, um, in in the two thousands were came out of like pretty much him. That wasn't like SpongeBob, right? All the all, that's right. Like, the live all, action, like, all the live action yeah. shows came out of him basically. Mm -hmm. And um, I know uh, Jenny McCurdy is that her name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She like they tried to like you know oh we're gonna give you half a million dollars or whatever to like not tell anyone what. Happened oh my with god! You. Is that and the said, I, is that the iCarly chick? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and she said fuck that and then told everyone everything right. wrote, wow. like a book. Yeah. So he's he's hiding out somewhere in in a bunker. 
But if you've been like following this even tertiarily, like I have, like over the last again yeah, decade, yeah. you'd always see in like forums people calling this guy out that he's a problem. But I think now that an actual star of one of his shows, yeah. plus the whole thing with Drake Bell with him getting in trouble for grooming too, somebody, yeah. it's just it's 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 kind of unfortunate that that's all surrounding Good Burger and all that and. You know, at the end of the day, really, we're talking about franchises, not people. So, like, these people kind of went through this shit. And, you know, you read stories of Dan Schreider apparently, like, you know, bribe Ariana Grande to do certain Jesus things. Christ. did it, because why not? Is Keenan and Kel, are, are they, are they, their records are clean, yes? Uh, as in, far as any weird yes, fucking cutie yes. shit goes? I mean, they definitely yeah. have, well, yeah, right, uh, they definitely have. Some some tension between the two over some like petty bullshit. Oh, that's not but, what I meant at all. Not not, not over yeah, like yeah. kitty touching. Yeah, yeah. Like like Kel uh, went off the rails a little bit. His wife cheated on him. He kind of he was in a one bedroom apartment and was trying to kill himself and stuff. Jesus, yeah. And then found Jesus, came back, and now they you know they they, oh, they they redid all that. Came out again. I remember that. Yeah, um, they did skits with Lester Oates and him at, on Jimmy Fallon. And yes, stuff. hate Jimmy Fallon, but I like the skit. <laughs> Um, the best part about Jimmy Fallon's show is when he does shit like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they've been talking about, oh, will there be a Good Burger reboot or a remake? Or Because originally there was, uh, they, they penned a. Um, uh, like Good right Burger 2? Yeah. It yeah. was Good Burger to go. Yes, which Ooh, I, I like did that. read as a kid when it came out. It was definitely a scholastic book. Uh, fair yeah. purchase. Yep. Oh my god, it exists? Yes. Oh, we I, gotta I do it on Patreon, it. Yeah, dude. well, I don't own it anymore, but it definitely is something we should cover. But it's like a, it's, it's a light novel. Yeah. Um, and they go to France, and there's like a mime involved. Yeah. What the and fuck? It, Do they cook there? Do they bring Good Burger to it, France? It, it's kind of like, I don't, I don't remember it super well, but it's like a Spongebob movie kind of thing, where it's like they're opening up the second Good Burger, and now, <laughs> they need to go to Europe <laughs> yeah, to like take care of the bullshit. That's aspect. great. Or, or Ed ends out there, so Dexter's gotta go get him back, because of course... But okay, so they took that idea and ran with it for the Rugrats movie. Maybe I, I, again, I only remember little details here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just it brought was, that it up was, before it was we got like, on. Well, it was kind of like how um, you know, it's like oh, the first big, uh, McDonald's opened up in Russia, or yeah. like, in the nineties, like that yeah. kind of stuff. We're like, oh, the, uh, now there's Disneyland Paris, and you know, like so they wanted to have Good Burger in another country. Oui. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, if I, if I was doing a movie called Good Burger to Go, you just kind of make, oh, Good Burger's now like, you know, like Mr. Beast Burger. Yeah. Or like, or like it's like a Grubhub and they yeah, have yeah, these, yeah. the fucking cars <laughs> driving around everywhere yes. looking like burgers. Like, I think I think you could have fun with it, you know? You got to bring Josh Server back for sure. Of course. And Lori Beth Denver. Yeah. A fizz uh, in this movie. Yes, right? fizz. Yeah. Fit. Oh, fit, fit. Nobody's <laughs> abbreviated my name before. Uh, you, you mentioned McDonald's, by the way. Yes. Uh, McDowell's. This, Oh well, obviously, yeah, yeah. From from uh, coming to America, coming yeah, exactly. Um, this is gonna be like this is one of the plot points uh, or plot holes, I suppose, in this film. Uh, as we get into it, which uh, a plot crunch is incoming. Don't worry. Yes. Uh, but yeah, McDonald's. I don't think McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's, or In and Out, or White Castle, Jack up. in the Box. Yeah. They don't exist in this universe because there's no way. There's just. Good Burger versus fucking Mondo Burger, and it, that's the competition. It is L.A. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to mention but that. I, I get I, like from a from a movie making standpoint why that is a thing. That's just the two going against each other. It's a, an old uh, 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 standby that that plot device. Well, it, I, it works. works. I think it Mondo works. Burger is supposed to just represent all like, of the them. McDonald's and all yeah. like, the yeah, evil yeah. corporation versus like the old burger stand. You know, yeah. it's like that movie, The Founder. You know, it's like <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Kind of what's going the on? The Founder. Here. Wait a second, you're making milkshakes without ice cream? That's yeah. cheaper. Yeah. In, in, in fact, like so much of 
all that or, or you know ripped off of SNL and, and coming to America and the only reason they made this movie was because oh those SNL movies are good I guess we'll make Nickelodeon movies so it's you true. had Harriet the Spy you mm-hmm. had this then you had Rugrats and you had all the other kind of stuff coming out Harry the Spy um, is great and that's such a weird anomaly just for, just an aside yeah. because that was like never like a thing on anything Right or was it a novel? Well, it was Nickelodeon? Was it, was it a kids' oh, novel? Wow. It, it was. A, it was. A, it was a book series. Okay, it was a book series. And then they took and did that. But that was also um, when you went to go see that in theaters. You got the first episode of Hey Arnold. Oh, well. that's right. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. They did that because that, okay, that's what I was re- referencing a little earlier. Yeah. Like uh, when you saw Good Burger, you actually got a short in front of it. Yeah, uh, which was actually now from Kablam. Yes, and that was, that's a fucking great show. Yes, uh, and it was only just a segment. Uh, in, well, Kablam as a whole, yes. Yeah, uh, but it was called Rock a Big Baby. <laughs> And uh, there'll be some clips in the audio or in the video version, rather. Sure. Uh, but it's basically like Kiss is giving a concert, and there's all like action figures. If you're not familiar with it, there it's all stop motion with with figures that they would blow up constantly. Yeah. And uh, Stinky Diver, uh, Thunder right. Girl, Meltman, the Flesh, Flesh, who's completely naked, yeah, the Mayor. But yeah, so a giant baby doll comes yeah. in and wrecks havoc, and there's it's, it's like a 15 minute short that they put in front of this movie. It's fucking great. another selling point. And then Rugrats, when that came out, there was another something or other in the beginning. I forget. What wild thorn thornberries or something yeah. like that? It reminds me of like the Gremlins too. Like on tape, you had like a Looney Tunes intro or like yep. uh, Never Ending Story. I think had a um, Looney Tunes cartoon. Baby's kids, Baby's which, kids, which I yeah. love, had that um, that Incy Bitsy Spider opening. Oh like, yes, you know, which yes, is yes. amazing. Yes, it's it's better than Baby's Kids, unfortunately. <laughs> but it, that is a good watch. Though. I'd love to tackle that in a mini. Uh-huh. Yeah, but um, to, to go back to them ripping off Coming to America. Oh um, yeah. yeah, they had that scene in all that where. Keenan would be like that kid from the foreign land, you know. What I'm talking oh, about? Ishbu, yeah. Ishbu, yeah. And, and you watch it now, you're like, okay. And Sinbad was his father, yes. And he comes in like, I am the father oh. of Ishbu, and you're just like, okay. Um, but they have on like the McDowell style, like um, Vest. You, yeah, like they yeah. have that kind of on, like okay, a little close to the chest there. Well, yeah, but like you got to think like young black comedian, they're looking up to Eddie Murphy. Oh, and, that's true. And, uh, uh, well, we won't say his name, Ghost Dad. Oh, oh, Bill Cosby? I'll <laughs> say know, it. Fuck no, no, I'm just, I'm fucking around. Anyway. <laughs> One day we will review guys. that movie, so, not, just because. So I, even like, even like going for the writers too, would yeah. kind of pull from that and like make it accessible to kids, you know what I mean? Well, that's something we were, we were bringing up about how Keenan and Kel brought blackness into a lot of suburban yeah, homes. Yeah, big time. Because how right. else would he have, I oh, mean, yeah. aside from like, you know, you had like Fresh Prince, you had the Cosby show. Yeah, but even that's but even that's family teens. matters, right? Even that's teens, you know. But but I mean? to bring it, yeah, family matters. But yeah. to even but for this, like, you know, you have like younger brothers. If that's how you got that information, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like I said, I grew up with it, so I I, I didn't really even think about that till you brought it up. But you're hundred percent right. Like these situations that maybe I wasn't dealing with, but other people definitely sure. were. And I'm glad Nickelodeon did that. You know. Yeah. I mean, time. we get to see Kel uh, torture Keenan's father, Ken Forey, jumping out a window and getting harassed week to week. I Kel- thought it was Ken Forey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh god, great things. casting. Yeah. Uh, it was just a great show, and I don't know. I, I don't know what else to really I mean, say. Like, even that, uh, even all that, um, in the one. Um, Good Burger skit. Um, Sherman Helmsley's in it, mm-hmm. and he comes in as the food critic. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Kel yeah. thinks he's the food cr- uh, cricket, <laughs> and he has to like exterminate him like he's a bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I just think that the, I mean, the show is hilarious. It's great. Kel as Ed is painted like an idiot in this movie. Don't get me wrong, but in some of those sketches, he is just like. Are there any fucking brain cells firing yeah. off in that head? You know, I, I got I got to bring up Cisco and Ebert. Okay. Um, you know. Real movie reviewers. Oh, yes. Unlike me. Yeah. Um, Or the two of us. So Cisco comes on and he goes, this movie's awful. 
Good burger. <laughs> That's it. He goes, it's awful. And he calls Keenan roly poly, which what? I think is very nice, and goes, it's not very funny. Like, you have to cut clips out of it. It's so mean. And Ebert immediately goes, what are you talking about? It's made for kids. And <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good movie. And these kids are really smart and funny. And why are you being such an asshole? And they fight. I've never seen Cisco and Ebert, like, straight up, like, fight each other. But this Good Burger is the one that broke him. I think that his every He's effective. His He's every, effective uh, in dealing effectively Roger, with Roger, these are the heroes him. of the picture. Of course they're going to make things turn out happy. Like, like going to blows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Over How dare burger. you like this this teen comedy <laughs> about two burger joints trying to take each other out? <laughs> I want to mention one more thing before we get into it. And then we yeah. can talk. Oh right? yeah, uh, Stuart Copeland does the original score for this, but it's a there's a lot of George Clinton stuff. Oh yeah, in um, uh, Stuart Copeland he did the Spyro, the Dragon. Stuart oh, Copeland did, it really? did all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, he was the fucking drummer for the Police. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that. Uh, but there's a lot of George Clinton stuff in this, and there's a Parliament song later that we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah. And um, Warren G did music for it. Yeah, Although fucking Snoop Keen- Dogg is on the soundtrack. The Keenan and Kel song was done by Coolio. Yeah, oh yeah, the opening oh, yeah, yeah, for Keenan yeah. and Kel, yeah. Oh, Less- shit, here we go. Uh, yeah. Less Than Jake does the, uh, I'm a dude, you're a dude, we're all dudes here. Do you guys remember the music video for that? Like, yeah, they're like Nickelodeon? Yeah, but like, we were all that fucking summer we were singing, she's a dude, uh, I'm a dude, no, we're all dudes. Funk, rap, punk, Everything, ska. all kinds of stuff. Very, very 90s yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I love I love how everybody looks in this movie too. Yeah, it's like transported me back watching it. Like holy shit, I remember all that. Well, Sinbad stuff. really transported you back. Well, man. he's a character. <laughs> yes, he's stuck in the seventies. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we we you know you did this already once. Let's do it again, baby. You gonna can you plot crunch Good Burger for us right right quick? Ooh, uh, Good Burger is a movie about burgers. Yeah, that are good. What if, and there's a secret sauce that goes on them. There's too. a secret sauce, yeah. yeah. So pretty much you have you have Kel, uh, who who's uh, he, you know he's uh, Ed, yeah, and he works at Good Burger, and they pretty much have to save the restaurant from being taken over by the evil one across the road. And the Mondo I, Burger, Mondo Burger yeah. hijinks ensue. Uh, Keenan is a straight man in this. Derek, I think that's uh, Dexter. Dexter. Dexter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's sort of a D. They don't really say it that often. They call him Dex, I think, yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, Um One thing I noticed is, like, his name tag says, I'm Ed, and then everyone says, like, I'm whatever. Yeah. I thought that was a joke on the show where only his says, I'm Ed, because it's, like, a joke. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, they, they they overthought that one, I think, for the movie. Yeah. Well, they also put good crew and all that stuff, yeah. like, in the crazy credit stuff. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at plot crunching. Still funny. I mean, that's basically it. They they kind of go at it, and there's some like espionage angle because, of course, yeah. the big the big oh. thing is Keenan Thompson <laughs> is going to go on his fucking summer vacation and crashes into Sinbad with his stolen mom's car and has to get a fucking job wow. for the summer. Yeah, right. That, that's the important. Yeah, part yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, the movie opens up and he's in. Um, uh, well, the movie opens up and there's a weird claymation <laughs> scene. It's like, awesome. Ed's it's amazing. It's so so yeah, but like right. The, the the opening credits like remind me not as elaborate as freaked but i always appreciate that stop motion stuff with it, like the burger build up and stuff it opens up a kind of like tank girl 2 had like yes. that, that, that animated yes. tank girl 2 there's a second one tank girl oh t-o-o gotcha uh, i wish there was a tank girl yeah. <laughs> yes um, uh, no totally yeah that opens like that and then ed's in the restaurant but it's a dream sequence because the burgers talk to him yeah we <laughs> get that like better off dead thing yeah. don't yeah. eat me ed oh, yeah and then of and then dan schneider was the, the voice of one of them was the fat weird guy in Better Off Dead with the glasses. Oh, he was. Yeah. Kind of looks like me in that. <laughs> kind of does. We were looking it up earlier. <laughs> you, so he's a, so he so he's a plagiarist, is what you're saying. 
and well, in that one, he was a creep. So that kind of pay, played off. He, he didn't have to act for that one. <laughs> he knew exactly what to do. Yeah. He knew exactly what to do. With the burgers, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, uh, Ed goes to hell because he falls into... <laughs> well, the, these burgers are circling. circling. Whoa! And then he wakes up in his 90s bedroom, like like we were talking about yeah. earlier. He has all the awesome gear everywhere. He's got burger accoutrement yeah. and all kinds of shit. He wakes up with the hat. <laughs> and never takes the clothes, clothes off. Yeah. Yeah. He showers in the hat with the stuff. And it, it's much like the pest shower yes. scene. Yes. Singing the theme song. Yeah. The, the I'm a dude, she's a dude, we're all dudes. And then he goes, he rollerblades to work. <laughs> and he almost kills a girl, drags her. <laughs> Drags her with oh, the, the God. rope. The joke bu- 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 on her head. The, the, that is the oldest uh, seven-year-old I've ever seen in my life. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, also, he like runs into this woman who's carrying a baby and like has the baby yes. and then runs into a bunch of guys playing basketball and they like start slam dunking the kid because they like the run into yeah. each other. I love like, the guy's what? face. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, fucking great. Yeah, but while that's going on, uh, you have Keenan who is now getting out summer vacation. Yeah. He's telling his... His very seventies black powery <laughs> environmentalist style. Sinbad is where has a, is rocking an afro. Oh, and Mr. Like this, Mr. Wheat. This Mr. Pa- Wheat. This yeah. patchwork uh, uh, shirt on that has like black power stuff uh-huh. on it, and all right. of a sudden it's black it's, is beautiful. Yeah, black very beautiful, funny. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and he makes fun of him. He's like, you know, why am I still talking to you? It's the end of school. Bye. Yeah. He calls him Shaft. It plays the Shaft scene. <laughs> you know, and he spins. And he's yeah. happy about that. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> great. Like, Sealed himself. So he, awesome. he leaves, and then um, you know, just, you know, I, I like cars a little bit. So they get into his mom's car, which is a '95 Nissan 300ZX, um, which that has, she just happened to leave there, which has the the four seats in it, which was like kind of a rare model back then. Yeah, and he's driving it without a driver's license or insurance or anything. And I don't that, think he puts a seatbelt on. He's driving around no. with fucking. You know what it was? It was Roger from Sister Sister that influenced him. You think? I think Maybe. so. I that's think who, that's so. Roger. Yeah, yeah, that's Roger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, one of the people <laughs> who knows when to bail. Get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> a few people that worked on all that in Good Burger did do Sister Sister. Did they really? Oh, yeah, okay. Marcus Houston is his yeah. name. So, uh, what's funny is that car when it was America, there was an ad to, to tie it to Wayne's World. They had an ad for the car, um, the three hundred uh, uh, ZX, and it said, "We're not, you're not worthy. We're not worthy. You're not worthy." Ah. Kind of like when they were like, "We're really? not worthy." Yeah. So, like, because there's a little. Um, there's a lot of Wayne's World in this movie because it's like the... I guess so, yeah. But it's where it's like the same time, right? Well, I, I could get that too because like as I'm watching the movie, it's like five pro- years later, is it when's Wayne's World? Ninety two, yeah, early nineties. Well, uh, when's the sequel? Ninety four, ninety five, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say like watching this movie, like there are sections of this that definitely feel clip showy, mm-hmm. kind of like Wayne's World too, uh, or even the first one. But those movies are just so funny, you don't care. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You uh, mean like skip based? A little bit. I, mean, I don't know if that's what Justin's saying, but I was kind of feeling that. I, like, again, I've seen this movie so many times. Uh, I, I stopped thinking about it, but like for watching it, thinking it a little bit more critically for the review, I was like, okay, yeah, that, that does happen a few times. Like when they meet Shaq, it's like, um, this scene's just here. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes that just feel like this was Wayne's World for kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I get what you mean. Like um, trying to trying to adapt like a skit based uh, or, a, or a movie based on a skit. And well, turning that, it and blowing it out into a There's film. that too, yes. but there's a lot of scenes like later when they're on the roof is kind of like when they're sitting on the car looking yeah. at the airplane. Wow, there's is, a actually. lot of scenes that are like <laughs> That's true. direct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so when you see the ad for the car where they have a Wayne's World quote about the car that's in the movie, <laughs> uh, and you know, but anyway, so uh, he crashes the car because Ed gets in front of his way when he's rollerblading. Yes. And then he's cra- making a delivery. 
Right. No, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. the delivery guy gets fired because yeah. he the boy came in without any pants on. <laughs> Which is weird because later, He'd be into that. later right. in the movie they get the delivery burger car, but only yeah, Dexter. De- okay, well, we're jumping a little heavy. Yeah, yeah Dexter. Little heavy, Dexter never yeah. actually drives the car, which is a which is a problem I have with the this movie. But, well, but why? But why is Ed rollerblading for the delivery then? Instead of because if he doesn't, then he crashes into Keenan Thompson. Right. Well, <laughs> I actually now that you brought that up, we must just talk about it now because I'll forget by the time we get to the car. Yeah. Yeah. I think what it is is they don't want Ed driving the car because they know he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But when they're like, "Oh, Dexter, you can drive. Here you go." But Dexter's lazy, so he just gives Ed the I keys. See. But they Ed, don't realize that Ed's driving it. They're just like, yo, Dexter's making a delivery. And meanwhile, Ed's all over the road. Does Ed have his license, though? I don't think he does. <laughs> I think they make a joke about that, actually. Yeah, so uh, they crash uh, the, the Nissan 300ZX into the <laughs> TM. 1993 Infiniti J30. TM. TM. With Detroit leather. Yes. The, yes. And he says he has the chrome and all that. The reason why I bring this up. This and, Sinbad's car, by the way. Right. So he crashes into his... So he almost... He nearly kills Kel Mitchell and then crashes into fucking Sinbad. Right. And you're led to believe that Sinbad's car is more expensive than the mom's car. Right. Because he's like, oh, $23,000 car. Yeah. It's $23,000 so car. Sinbad says the car is $22,000, which with inflation is $41,000 today money. Right? Crazy. Holy shit. Which is, you know, a nice, normal car. Sure. Uh, yeah. like, you know. Uh, Luxury. However, sedan. in the behind the scenes... Uh, Dan Schneider says that it's a $40,000 car, which would make it a $73,000 car nowadays. So why would, why did they say, oh, to, to make it realistic for Keenan to be able to pay it off? Probably. Uh, probably, but the, M- the MSRP of the car was 33K, which is 67 today. So everyone was wrong completely. <laughs> I look. But why? I don't know. <laughs> so, so Simbet says the car is 22, but it's actually 33. So it's like a twenty thousand dollar difference, but the Nissan today is seventy five thousand dollars. That's okay. the most expensive car in the movie. Okay, and so I just looked that up because he was going over the repairs and stuff, and I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, right, it even says his mom's repair was only nine hundred dollars. Yeah, what is that? But about? Mr. Weeks was nineteen hundred before it actually gets the real the yeah. real amount. And what I found was I found internet forms of people fighting about the cars in Good Burger. <laughs> Of course. So I start doing the math. And stuff. <laughs> oh, is that why? I was going to say that's a pretty elaborate fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I like cars and stuff, but I was just like, this doesn't make any sense based on whatever. The, I don't know. No. <laughs> and his mom seen you never see his mom. No. Um, but I, I guess she's cool with the accident. Well, she's in New York, so she doesn't even know. So like. What? Wait, 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 was the thing that she's gone for the whole summer? She's well, gone for the three three weeks or something like that. Well, okay, so she does find out about it because he, does, like I said, he mentions he that he's got to yeah. get the car fixed. The thing she doesn't know about, well, no, yeah, because she finds out he doesn't want the cops involved because that's the thing. Sinbad's like, I'm going to call the cops. We got to get the insurance well, involved. Sure, but he's like, no, no, because then my mom will find out about the accident. So. Who knows? Maybe he just told his fucking mom. Oh, I hit a, I hit a, that I hit a tree or something. Or, yeah. yeah, he shouldn't yeah. be driving the car. Though. No, well, obviously that's the whole that's the goof. Yeah, and yeah. Why does his mom have a Nissan sports car? She's on business in New York. Maybe she's a really big lawyer. Yeah. Is, is, is she there drifting? Was, I don't. I don't know. Maybe she's hanging out with the uh, the gangs in, in Gotham yeah. City at night. <laughs> yeah, Drag so, racing. Yeah, yeah. So, so Fast and Furious. So he has to get a job. 
the pay for it. Wait, wait, which is even funnier because he literally goes on for like a minute and a half about all the things he's not going to do during the summer dude, involving a job. He's like, I'm going to wake up at 12 o'clock every day. I'm going to eat Chinese, Chinese food. And bring girls over. Yeah. No, that was it. It was every day I'm going to eat Chinese food. I'm going to wake up late, eat Chinese food, hang out by the pool, right. bring over the honeys, go to bed, repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and, sounds like a plan. I mean, I, yeah. at least for a couple days. And then I'd be like, all right, that's enough yeah. image. But you're right. Yeah, then he's got to get a job. All that's out the window. Yeah, I, I, and then interspersed with all these scenes is Ed just having a, a ball at the Good Burger, <laughs> right in the milk milkshake machine somewhere in that in that montage. Yeah, yeah. In, in the strawberry, strawberry jacuzzi, man. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, one of those random cuts to something like yeah, that. Oh, that's yeah. What, yeah. yeah. It's uh, funny. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Sure. I, I was. I don't know if you want to do any visual effects, Joe, but I was saying if that machine turns on and blood starts squirting, oh. because he's like getting ground up in oh there. My <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, when no. he hits the switch. Yeah. Did you turn it on, Ed? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> starts getting ground. The only up. thing left is like there's all blood milkshake in that wing in the in the oh. hat. The Mortal Kombat shit starts shooting out from <laughs> three like twenty rib cages. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like brutality. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like shakeality, maybe. Like this, <laughs> this one made it seem like all the staff at Good Burger was completely inept, rather than just, well, some of them. Like, some of on them. the show, it was usually just Ed, but now you had Abe Vigoda, yeah, as the old guy, the Fry Man, yeah. as Odish, yeah. Abe and sadly, you ever been to AbeVigoda dot com? No. no, really? No, you too? No. Not not so memory, but when you that go to AbeVigoda dot com, it says AbeVigoda is alive. Back in the day. <laughs> and then when he died, it said Abe Vigoda is dead. Oh, oh my God. It was an Abe Vigoda death watch. And and as soon as it changed, I went there and it has a song. It's like the Bella Lugosi. I was dead. just going to say. But it's <laughs> Abe Vigoda's yeah, I was going to say. Abe Vigoda's dead. That's literally what's on there. Oh, oh my God. God. I was going to say, if there's not, that doesn't exist, I, I wish mean, it did. He's kind of like one of those actors that like when we were growing up, kind of like uh, uh, Maggie Smith when you saw like in Hook. Granted, she's got prosthetic makeup on to make her look older, but you're like. She's still alive. Like, God, God bless Maggie yeah, Smith. But holy yeah. shit, she's old. Ava Goto was old in the gospel. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah, he was already up there. Even even look who's talking. Like, that yeah. was like in the 80s. And it was like, right? Yeah, or, or even Prancer yeah. with Ava Goto. Yeah, obviously. Prancer when he's fucking given. Uh, Where he kills Santa Claus and the reindeer. <laughs> Where that reindeer jumps off a cliff. I forget what we said. He, he helps the reindeer. Yeah, something like that. He's he's birthing a pig or yeah. some shit at one point. We also have because uh, you got you get introduced to these characters, but also it's in the context. It's a little bit in a later scene too. They go deeper when Dexter comes in for a job. But you meet like Spatch is like this big guy who doesn't talk, but he's hur, hur, hur. he's always got yeah. the spatula. Spatula, spatula. Yeah. Uh, he's the fucking cook. Yes, I th- I think her name's Debbie, but don't quote me on it. The vegetarian. Uh, that's like her only character Debbie trait. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. It was Dee Dee. Dee Dee. And then Monique is the is the other girl. Right. The only other normal the, the, person the, there. The girls are kind of normal. Fizz wasn't all there. Um, and he's then, okay. He's just a big nerd. So, yeah. so like half the staff was like something's wrong. Yeah. Right. But also like in those sketches too. Um, you know, as I'm joking about, there's no McDonald's or Burger King or anything in this movie. It's like I always assumed Good Burger was just a chain. But the movie makes it seem like no, this is this the is only single, Good Burger. Yeah, that's been around for forty years. They say right. There's that another... I guess Mr. Bailey owns, but it's not super clear. Well, he's got to feed his mother, so he doesn't give her have to give her cat right, food. Right. <laughs> um. There was another actress on all that that played like uh, Kel's opposite mm-hmm. on, or not oh, opposite, yeah. but like or yeah, parallel yeah, yeah, yeah. from the in, early seasons in the Good Burger sketch, which she was, she was Mandy from the Randy and Mandy sketches right, right, with right. Keenan and her where they eat chocolate. Yes. Classic, yeah. by the yeah. way. Uh, I think she was only in the early, all that. And maybe she just didn't get the part. Maybe I she got her name. Yeah. I know who you're talking about yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, right. So 
Kelda, right, I'm, I'm kind of confusing. Keenan gets a job for us at Mondo Burger. Yeah. Because Mondo Burger's in town, and they are the huge, uh, you know, yeah. conglomerate. Justin, you see right over there that yeah. huge building across the street they've been building for 10 months? That's Mondo Burger. Oh, oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets a Bun, job there. patty, topping, sauce, right. assemble. <laughs> and it's like, it's like this, this like... You know, German death march. Oh, oh my man. god! Kind of thing. If you if you smash like the Third Reich and like Shredder's like fucking a uh, 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 recruitment center together, oh. that's Mondo. Uh, I, I think Kurt's related to uh, Jeremy from Ghoulies Three. He's part of that Hitler oh. youth they were talking about. <laughs> An uncle, maybe. He's like, I'm your father and your mother. Ugh. Kurt is both of those things for you now, or you go to the grinder. <laughs> And they're always making fun of like, what's the grinder? Yeah, what yeah. exactly is and, that? And that's what's weird about this movie is all the main players are all around the same age range. Yeah. yeah. Is he the CEO of Mondo Burger? Oh, yeah. So. He yeah, owns it. Like, yeah, but you like, is he just assume, like a rich kid or or what? You would assume there was some shadowy figure behind him. Yeah. But you never, it just never happened. No. Yeah, he's like he's like the guy from all that who you never see, like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. That's always talking to what's his face oh, yeah. to the fucking earpiece. You, you assume that like um, Mr. Bailey, uh, Dan Schneider would have like a evil twin brother that owns that. Right. There'd be some stupid Re- real life Dan Schneider or, or, actually is the owner. Or it's like, oh, <laughs> it's it's actually Keenan's dad the whole time. Oh, whole that would be fucked oh, his, up. His dad that like left yeah, and never came back. Yeah. And he cared more about money and his and his family like oh see i'm ready to write there you go i'm ready to write good the, 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 too, the yeah. reboot of good burger actually it's jim varney from fast food that's who's the, <laughs> the mogul yeah the mondo burger mogul that'd be good that, mm. that lines up yeah. you know what at the time they could have made the real mondo burger ceo someone awesome uh, yeah i don't know why they didn't do that uh, could have yeah. been tom arnold Oh my God! Could you imagine Tom Arnold in one been, of those future suits? It could have been Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I, I mean, not to bring his name up again, but honestly, it could have been Jeffrey Jones. And I only say that because I just watched uh, Who Is Harry Crumb, yeah, and he's like kind of the evil oh, bad guy in that. When you said Jeffrey Jones earlier, I thought you meant the Kool Aid guy. Oh no, 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 no! no, no, no. Like, like the Brian Jonestown Massacre? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. He was. No, Jeffrey Jones, you know, like a uh, uh, ravenous and uh, right. Mom and Dad Save the World. Mom and Dad Save the World, which I love. Of, uh, uh, yeah. Stay tuned is one of my favorites. Stay tuned is awesome. Howard the um, Duck. John John Ritter would have been a great bad guy too. Yeah. Yes, but no, you're left with Kurt. Kurt and he, Kurt and he has sucks. to carry the entire thing like by himself as the bad guy. And he has his two like henchmen that really like yeah. are only there just to pantomime. Oh, Ben Stiller would have been perfect. From heavyweights to this, that oh, would've been it would have yeah. been the next year, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, too close together. But I could see Probably. that like a Perkins. But he would have. But he would have just been Uncle Tony as the Mondo Burger guy. Right. But I'm okay with that because he did the same fucking thing Dodge in Dodgeball. Ball. Yep, yeah. same character. Yeah. 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 So yeah, like Keenan. Keenan basically flunks out pretty quick. He's the only one that's not getting down the procedure, and he's like joking. Oh yeah, you, the, the tomato juice gets on the on the hamburger. The pickles it's like is all over. Crispy. You know what? Say what you will. Kel's way better. Uh, Kel Mitchell at like physical comedy mm, Keenan doesn't hold a Keenan's a good improver but once you start adding any kind of additional element that's where he kind of starts to fade for me the, he is the bet his comedy is like the flustered comedy yes oh you yeah. know why and all that like oh Stop, we do get a why you know, by the way we get from, couple, which is from yeah. Keenan and I, I we get know, two I'm, yeah we get it from Keenan and Kel uh, which I don't think he really did that all that but no. uh, I love that we get those in we there. also get it from Sinbad too in this yeah movie. yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why they kind of made Keenan the straight man in this rather than a one, you know, like like um, 
Lester Oates or another character. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But he's also, I mean, talking about Keenan Kel. He needed a relatable character. Yes. Yeah. He is a little similar to that character in that show, but he definitely plays this character straighter than he did on that. Because mm-hmm. on the Keenan and Kel show, he was constantly scheming. That was his thing. Trying to come Keenan, up with Keenan be scheming. Keenan be scheming. Yeah. And he'd be, he'd be trying to come up with different ways to make money. Now, he does have a scheme in this movie, but I don't think he's necessarily scheming. He's just kind of a, a shitbag for like half an hour of the film. We'll talk about the scheme and the contract when we get there because I have issues with the contract. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I'm saying I feel like that aspect of the character they lifted for this character. You mean like how a 13 year old gets the contract? Oh wait, he's 15. Excuse me. Well, well, yeah. I guess you you know I don't know. <laughs> it is LA. There's a lot of lawyers that'll take anything. Just okay. So just real quick because there's a lot of inserted bits between. Oh, all yeah, of this yeah. story. I love the one where that like lawyer guy comes. And he's like, I asked for a, I asked for a good burger with nothing on it, and he's like, Dude, I gave you a bun, and he's like, I was <laughs> like, yeah, it a meat patty. Yeah. We said nothing, and it thought that'd oh, be yeah. something. And he's like, go to hell. And he's like, he's I'll like, see you in hell. And he's like, all right, I'll see you there. He throws down the patty. That yeah. was a little, like, well, this this, this movie has yeah, that's what I thought. several scenes in this where that's they're pushing that, that line where it's like, there's there's lines like, that'll see you in hell. There's the insane asylum stuff at the end, the shark poison. Yeah. There's there's some sexual jokes when we get to that part with Jeez. Roxanne. I, that totally yeah. blew my mind because I forgot Carmen Electra was in this movie. Uh, there's, there's Ape a, Pagoda did. Yeah, Ape Pagoda yeah, did not forget. That's one beautiful ash. Yeah. yeah. I think that's maybe why he is the E-dead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. he should have died years ago. Yeah, but he's yeah, still yeah. there make, flipping fucking fries with his oxygen mask. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, anyway, before we get too off into the woods there. Yeah, uh, yeah Dexter gets fired because he keeps mouthing off under his breath, making fun of Kurt, which the other people working there are laughing at these jokes, but then act like, oh, I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do a great thing. There's a term. I think it's like a Texas switch, I think is the term, where where uh, he Kurt's talking on the top of this oh, platform. And 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 they cut to Dexter and he's like right up to his face. It's oh, like it's a really great. good comedic bit. There's a, there's a part there's a part that they cut out of the Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right. Of that oh. where he's wearing the fucking werewolf mask and the robe. Yeah. And they do the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought that was cool. It's a good it's a good comedy bit. And it's it's kind of hilarious. You know, of course, this is the way a teenager would act. We all been there, but he's mouthing off in the second and it's like, pack your shit. He's like, oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I really I need, need this job. job. Yeah. I wonder how much he was making there. Uh, I mean, OK, you think this is the 97. I would say at least probably like if this was the upscale burger joint, maybe 10 bucks an hour. They were making $5 an hour at Good, Good burger. burger. Yeah. Oh, when I start, when I, I don't know if you guys knew this, when I worked at a movie theater back in the day. Yeah. And um, in 2001, and minimum wage was five fifteen an hour. Holy shit. Which relates nowadays to like $9. Right. Yeah. When you think about it. But. Yeah, but like that makes sense. I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, it wasn't a bad gig for yeah. like a teenage nah. kid. I mean, even if it was like seven dollars for crying out yeah. loud. So back in '97, it was probably like four fifty or something. Yeah. So I guess he was doing okay at Good Burger, but it's also it's a kid. You're a kid. You got no money and you have no responsibility. No, no, but I, I think he was getting paid less at Good Burger. I, oh, sure. I, I think Mondo was paying those Mondo no, yeah. Mo- Mondo prices. Mondo price like ten bucks. Well, they should have. They had to silence everyone. This right? is right. That's, yeah. that's kind of where I'm leaving. They kind of had to because yeah. everybody in that. Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Right. Everybody, everybody signed a sign fucking NDA. Yeah. <laughs> For the fucking Triumbo fan or whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. Oh, tryptophan. Trip yeah. to, no, not was, tryptophan. What the fuck is it called? It was triumphahol. Oh, Triumph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like yeah, triumph yeah. and alcohol. Triumphahol. I have it written down. We'll get to yes, it. Yes. So I think that's what it was. So then Keenan, like the next day, he's all depressed. He's drinking 40 milkshakes. Dude, he, I counted it. He's got seven 
milkshakes that are done. And he's got one that that uh, Cal brings out to him. And I think that's after um, another guy comes in complaining about I can't wait till Mondo Burger opens. Well, that, that's kind of a problem with this movie as well, is there's a lot of setups that yes. pay off a second later yeah. or never. Well, no, it, it a long time in between, which is fine with me. I'll show you a few. Okay. The, the yo-yo is the exact next scene, but that's that's a problem we'll talk about later. But for the that scene, uh, he goes, bring me another shake. And he goes, uh, haven't you had enough? And you never get the, I'll tell you when I had enough oh, line. Yeah. It just They just talk about something else. Well, he basically They're, he basically says that, though. Uh, like I'll, he basically says it in a different way, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, but he didn't say it like how, you, you know, when the joke's like... like that's none of your fucking business, and, basically, is what right. he's saying. Yeah. We, we definitely do get another insert either here or once Ed makes his sauce with uh, uh, Lori Depp and uh, Lori... Beth Dinberg, yeah, where she's like that fast talking woman, yeah. kind of uh, whatever the fuck her name is. She's like that Irish woman. Oh yeah, right on all that. The, yeah. the character. Connie Muldoon, and I'm here all yes. telling you about. I I need one oh, burger patty. With was she Irish? I thought she was from North Dakota. I don't know. I I think it's maybe Irish in North Dakota. Oh. I, yeah, Muldoon maybe. is totally Irish. Yeah, yeah. Her her most famous character to me was always the librarian. This is a library. <laughs> yeah, quiet. Uh, but <laughs> she's she, yeah, Jack Hammer and shit. But she was that. This was a character they brought back from the sketches. Yeah. Yeah. and I thought this was great. It's inserted again, like either here or a little bit later. Well, she's funny as hell. Yeah, the Lester Oates construction character was done by Arliss. Was it really? Was that Arliss? Uh, it was one of the dudes that's like that was like one of the adults that you would see oh, in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it's the guy from uh, uh Batman from the yep. first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I forgot about that right in the beginning. Does he die in that? I don't think so. Because he has the poison gas and he falls in the trash, but I don't know. He's got I, the mask on. I was wondering if he died. I don't, I don't think so. Don't matter. Uh, They're just like fucking. We don't. Uh, Tim Burton didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so in, in that situation, you know, Dexter, he he needs a job. So so Ed's like, hey, hey, maybe we could hire you. What the hell? Yeah, no. don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, no, I don't want to work here. And it's like, yeah, but you said you really need money. And then, uh, well, Dan says that to him, Mr. Bailey. Oh, oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Can we give him a job? And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, oh no, he he could do this, that, and the other thing. Didn't you just fire the driving guy? He's like, oh, okay, well, you got a license. And he goes, uh, it was, he just says yes or whatever. And he's like, any accidents? No, no, he, said, he says, do you know how to drive? And he goes, yes. Absolutely. Have you been in, a, have you been in any accidents? Not that you know of. Uh, <laughs> Not which, to your knowledge. He, he, goes, yes. he goes, have you ever worked in fast food? A oh, whole of two days. He's like, oh, great. Pretty good, yeah. <laughs> so he gets hired on the spot. And that's when he gives like the walk around. You meet all the other characters. Yeah. And I love how Keenan's immediately like, trying to hit on Monique. And she's not having it because he just sounds like an idiot. He's like, oh, yeah, that, uh. That, that uh, shirt really brings out your eyes. She's like, ah, you would have imagined my surprise when I walked in and everybody else is wearing <laughs> yeah. the same thing. That, yeah. The whole thing with them is weird because she's like very, very cold and standoffish until she ain't. Well, there's, it, there's no real buildup. She's watching. She's watching the evolution of Dexter's character. But except for all the nefarious parts until uh, she finds out. Right. She's I like, oh, that's yeah, sweet yeah. because Ed's sweet and you're like hanging out with Ed or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And you've been helping him uh, and helping the good burger to like, you know, she right. thinks he's a good dude. And he is at heart. He is, until but he ain't. until okay. he ain't. Keenan be scheming. Keenan be scheming. He, he's got to pay that money off. They're always getting caught, though. That's the problem. Well, true. Because, mm. uh, you know, he's got that estimate. $1,500. <laughs> But that's why they well, call it an estimate, gentlemen. Yes, because Sinbad visits him at the thing. He's like, ah, good to see you working. And yeah, he comes in. He's like, oh, hello, my brother. And then he sits down with him. He's like, what are you doing? Working hard? He's like, I'm eating my lunch. <laughs> and he's like, all right, got the bill in. 
And he looks at 2,500. And he said 1,900. And he's like, that's why it's called an estimate. (laughs) And he still, he doesn't have like as on the nose, like 70s, like clothes, like black uh, power kind of clothes. But he has like something very 70s. He's wearing like a bell bottom fucking suit with his afro and stuff. And I I believe he says like, peace out. I'm going to go get one of them bootylicious burgers. Big Big booty burgers. Then he walks out. Big booty burger. Because at this point, the Mondo (laughs) Burger has completely opened and all business has dried up. Yes, there's like a montage of like it doing gangbusters Mondo (laughs) Burger. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, Yeah. Let's talk about that, actually, because there's the night they open and they come over and they're like harassing. Like, oh, look at the reject in the back. Came to buy the last Mondo Burger because you go into the or you last good good burger. burger. Yeah. And then, yeah, in the grinder, of course. Then he goes, uh, hey, dude. Watch your butt. And then Ed's like spinning in a circle and he's like, I don't know, man, but you cannot watch your own <laughs> yeah. butt. Yeah, because he takes everything literally. Yeah, that's yeah, a great but, scene. But then they have the opening of Mondo Burger and there's like a the Mondo Burger brass band. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's like, like fucking what? fanfare. It's there's like, a red like carpet. A, it, it's like a casino opening. Yeah. Yeah, and then like uh, Kurt's looking at the camera. There's a few times when people break the fourth wall in the movie, but yeah. he looks at the camera and, the ca- and he's bringing you in yeah, to yeah. the the, the like, Mondo Burger. Yeah, he come he on cuts down. the ribbon. Yeah. It's all one tracking <laughs> shot. It's like beautiful. And you have people literally in tuxedos for this fucking opening going in, getting a burger. It's like, okay. Uh, it looks like something out of the fifth element. They're wearing like plastic skirts and stuff, like yeah, the girls and stuff. They said something in the production design where it was like, you know, the whole, whole place would be like 80% neon. Yeah. Like mm. it's a cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought of Fuddruckers with that sign <laughs> instantly. The, the butt fuckers? Yeah, if, yeah. If, yeah. If, you ever seen that from Idiocracy? No, no. Yeah, like, like, oh, I don't remember it, but I have it, seen it, that movie. It, it, uh, Idiocracy, all like the brand names get stupid all the time, so it goes from Fuddruckers to butt fuckers. <laughs> and this reminds me of the butt fuckers. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they dress like that at Fuddruckers. I'd go yeah, every, all the time. I don't know. Get, yeah. get butt fucked the whole time uh, you're there. Oh, you could, you could I'm, re- I'm ringing up your order. Oh, oh, oh. it kind of reminds me of like, it's like complimentary. You know, yeah. like Epcot, like Electric Umbrella, like yes. like just kind of like faux futuristic. I'm into it. Kind man. of a thing. Yeah. It did look. It looks cool. Aside from the death meat, well, it yeah. seems like a way better yeah. place. Got, good that burger. burger's probably tastes like shit. But though. I was also thinking about that too because it's like so packed. You feel like you're like in Disney World or some you shit at a restaurant. Like, where do you even sit? Mondo Burger was way better than Good Burger. Well, that was the point. Well, no, no, no. Well, well, how how no, so? No, no. You mean like food quality wise? Uh, the building itself. Mm-hmm. As- aside from them making the burgers bigger with chemicals, yeah, it seemed like a nicer, cleaner facility, he- healthier establishment. You know the best places to get food are those fucking hole-in-the-wall grease pits, man. You, <laughs> you know are, this. <laughs> I meant for, like, your average Right. Consumer. Oh, okay, gotcha. For yeah, Sinbad. No, I, I do agree with the grease pit. You know, like, people, like, when coming to Philly, like, oh, what's the best, where's the best place to grab a slice of pizza? Where's the best place to get a cheesesteak? Yeah. It's always, like, the worst place possible. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not, like, a burger is not supposed to be, like a, hell, uh, like, a good food. Sure. It's like, oh, go to the grease truck or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, like, wh- what do we know about... Good burger. There's an old guy on the fryer who's gonna die. He's probably <laughs> dropping shit in it. There's oh, a dude in the milkshake machine. There's there's the the guy who's working the the, the grill. Licking the, the spatula. Yeah, licking flies off it and yeah. shit. Yeah, like I, I'm just saying, like that place shouldn't be open. No, Good no. Burger does not deserve to be open. It's a it's a health hazard, is what it is. But and I think in a completely those... different way than Mondo Burger. I know, yeah. but it, it, it's not like oh, Good Burger has heart. And it, but they have good chunks. They have good chunks. Mm, but yeah. I'm saying like it's it's not like the whole point is like, oh this is the evil corporation, right? And oh also they're scheming and all that stuff. It's like, and Good Burger is like the opposite of that. It's not. It's also shitty and terrible. Yeah. And doesn't deserve the open. And the only reason they're they're being nice and doing it is because that's where Keenan happens to get his money. Correct. 
I'm just saying, there's no it, heroes. It, no, it, there it's is definitely no. only one of those movies like a Caddyshack or even like Ernest Goes to I, Camp. It's yeah. like that cliche, the For big sure. guy coming in, taking out the little guy. Yeah. Listen, I just look into it with more. I just, oh, we do too, Justin. You're I on the right show. Like an asshole. Yeah. You know? These are questions I would be asking if you weren't here. Yeah. Um, so, because yeah, because at the end of that whole scene, before we move on, is that when they fire the power on Fernando Burger, yes. it takes up so much energy. It's like Clark Griswold's fucking uh, light display; it just shuts all the power off in Good Burger. Well, that's what I want to say because it's it's clearly sucking the juice from the city. Like that is like the power company's coming down there, right? Yeah, probably. JCPNL is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that's that that scene when they're all in Good Burger, bored, not being able to do anything because there's no customers. They're actually watching, yeah. like the lawyers and the police <laughs> over there, like looking at the power lines. <laughs> Can we? Wait, the phone lines are over there. Ghostbusters too. They're wrong in the street. Oh, we'll get to some Ghostbusters two shit in a second. Oh my god. So, oh yeah. But right to circle back to the part where he's having his lunch. Yes. Uh, The day after. Right. Ed sits down with him with his lunch. Yeah. And this kicks off the next big boom for Good Burger. Oh yeah. Which is weird because it's not brought up before. Right. It seems like it's like a Deus Machina situation that happened in the beginning of the movie instead of the, I don't know it just seems a weird spot for the sauce well, like, you never see it before, before that yeah. yeah or even just Ed like eating it yeah right I think that would have been interesting a little bit better yeah, yeah. but anyway right. it's just fucking it's it's uh, it's ketchup and mayonnaise dude that's what it looks like that's what it is it's fucking Big Mac it's sauce it's Big Mac sauce yeah yeah because yeah. Ed has his sauce and which leads to a lot of innuendos throughout the whole thing yes. for no reason <laughs> Um, where they're like, we gotta get Ed sauce at him. Carmen Electra's gotta get his sauce. Oh, like, she's, she's she's trying um, to get that. Don't trying to get a couple different sauces. Sauce. So yeah. uh, Ed, Ed's getting his sauce out of like a bell jar or something and squirts it all over <laughs> Keenan, who accidentally eats it and goes, "This is the best thing I've ever had in my uh, mouth." And of course, this is right after Ed is shoving grapes in his nose and then eating them. Uh, so I, it's like a double I whammy. Hate the bloobity bloobity yeah. bloobity thing. <laughs> I hate it so. Much. I almost picked up grapes before we got here, but I forgot. I would have done it. So, bloobity, bloobity. Fucking Abe would go to take the taste, and he's like, he's like, oh, it makes me glad I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a good one. Now, the uh, bloobity's fine. I don't yeah. know. No, it is disgusting. So, so the whole restaurant comes over, and then Mr. Bailey comes over, and he's like, what's going on? And they just keep shoving food French in people's fries, mouth. Yeah. Um, and he, they're happy about it. So they say, hey, Ed, make more sauce. Get in that kitchen and make me that sauce, Ed. Yeah. Next yeah. thing you know, there's a sign in the window that says Ed sauce. Ed special sauce. But here's my thing. Were they going on corners with like burgers and having like people taste tests? Or like, oh, Ed sauce, I got to go there. Yeah, Fuck Mondo Burger. Yeah. Well, I think it was just a new thing. No, Probably sure. like their loyal customers were like, eh, fucking, I'll yeah. give it a shot. Because that only takes rocking. one person, and Shaquille O'Neal orders good well, burgers. That sends it over the with, edge with the Ed special with the sauce, sauce yeah. and then tells everybody on television that it's a sure. delicious burger. Because we, cause you we heard get... it here, folks. Shaquille O'Neal, oh, also, which is weird because there's that scene where Dee Dee comes through the window and she goes, uh, um, D- uh, "Dex, Derek, whatever, Keenan, you're never gonna believe who ordered the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you're never well, gonna believe this." So what happened? Did Shaq call like? Yeah, this is Shaq. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need two. Like, what happened? I there? need two bags of good burgers yeah. with Ed specials with double sauce. Was on? he on the Lakers or was he on the Magic still at Lakers. that point? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, they drive, they drive through the literal stadium. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They got the permits. I watched the behind the scenes of this for some reason. It's all on YouTube, and I watched them. There's so many deleted scenes for this movie that are just only in the trailer or that. Oh, yeah, and they're not on the DVDs. The Blu-ray shit. I mean, I, I will say it's an amazing transfer because I ended up watching the DVD copy. But there's no special features. No, nah, there's nothing. Really? And it's a fucking steelbook? Fuck that. Uh, they show the first episode of Good Burger on all that. Well, I will say this, though, because somebody else had asked me that on Twitter. This is a Best Buy steelbook. So 
my experience with these, at least in recent memory, is you will get a really good Blu-ray transfer, but they don't have like any features because yeah. I bought the um, Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation double pack. Yeah. Just because I was like, I am not buying these individually, sure. but I would like to own them both. That makes sense. Um, and they, the unbelievable transfer, like MK Annihilation has never looked better. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's, see, all I don't think that's strings. a good thing. That, yeah. That's a movie you need to watch on VHS. <laughs> well, uh, right. Exa- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> In 4.3, uh, slightly fuzzy. But anyway, I just wanted to say that because I've noticed that with the, the Steelbook Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, if it was a Criterion Collection and it didn't have stuff that... <laughs> Then I'd be like, all right, what are Criterion you doing? Criterion Collection Good Burger. That just, comes I'm, out next year after the pest. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, like that I would expect extra feet. I mean, not that you wouldn't want it, but sure. anyway. It, the thing is, if you can find all this stuff on YouTube, it means it exists. Yeah. Yeah. Considering the motherfucker that owns Paramount. Is the president. Is the president. It, and, yeah. And can, yeah, and who directed it. His first movie he yeah, directed. Yeah. That wasn't a documentary or whatever. This is his first real, real movie. Yeah. By the way, they shot this in, in uh, uh, late March. 97 and it came out in late july that's it took four months to make this movie i mean if you're throwing enough money at it sure that's that's crazy it's fucking insane the movie looks good yeah for what it is and it's got all like practical sets at least the two there's car chases there yeah is there an explosion yeah there's explosion yeah yeah Yeah. a burger the burgers explode the fucking car gets smashed we will get there um well yeah they they get this call about shack and and like we were saying earlier dexter never drives the car it's always ed again was he at the kids choice awards that year probably i mean shack is pretty fucking popular another waynesworth reference they go to the car it's the Burgermobile. It's just like the Mirthmobile. Yeah. yeah. Same car. Oh a 1976 God. AMC Pacer. Same car. It's the same car? It's the same car. I was going to say, I wanted to see like a Twisted Metal game with like this and the fucking uh, the dog wagon from Dumb yeah. and Dumber. That'd be pretty cool. Also, this car seems weird. Like, it seems like there's a cut scene like, oh, we, we need a vehicle. And they go to the junkyard and then they make it look like that. It doesn't. It seems weird that that place would already have that car. Because it's too, like, mm. tw- it is too twisted metally Mad Max he put together with, like, signs of old businesses. And it, it, it's almost like the burger from the roof went on the front. Yeah. It, 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 I'm missing something. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the creation. I, I'm I'm fully on board with the fact that, like, Kel probably built it in his fucking garage. <laughs> He's got that peewee aesthetic, you know? I, I will say. Took, he, took a bunch of fucking earnest junk I got, and, I like, got put some, it on the car. Uh, pictures here. Here's the car rotting. In Daytona Beach, right, Florida. Well, for video, it's well, just sitting uh, there. It was sitting there, and then for video watchers, you will be seeing that yeah. now. And then I talked to the International Hamburger Museum in Daytona Beach, <laughs> and they Florida, it? and uh, they told me it was sold in 2019 huh. and is now at the High Point Drive-In um, Burger Joint in St. Louis with a with a. Uh, from the ground up restoration. Wow, it's in Missouri, huh? It's we got to take a trip out there. Oh my yeah. god, that's a trip. Um, and see, it looks a little different. Like they had to redo. Like that. That looks like it says Cood Burger. Cood Burger. <laughs> Cood Burger. Can better than, better than Cum Burger. Oh Jesus! I think Cumdar's driving so, that one around. <laughs> yeah, so when, when I saw the car, I'm like, that looks a lot like the Mirthmobile. And that's Wayne's World. And this movie is just Wayne's World for kids. That's fucking that's weird, man. Weird. I would have never like I saw like smatterings, but like until you like pointed a lot of the shit out, I did it right over yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah. So so they take the car to go see Shaq. Yeah. yeah. And they put he fucking uh, Ed takes tomato out of his fucking thing and <laughs> or didn't you need tomato on here? So like, hey, little Boom. man, I asked for tomato. Consider yourself tomatoed. <laughs> yeah. That was a big trailer uh, shot too. Yeah. But speaking of Shaq, you're asking what was he doing at the time? Uh, in 1997, Steel came out. 
So I'm sure he was doing his rounds for steel. Oh my god! So and blue playing. chips came out. Well, he's, blue chips was '94. Kazam was '96. So he was definitely in the pocket where he was doing movies. So he's playing ball by he's, day. He's, he's and writing he's, rap albums at the time. Yeah. Remember, yep. Shaq Fu. Yeah. And then the next thing he has is '98, and he got game as himself, and then just you know smatterings of things. Uh, my favorite is in 2001. Uh, Freddy Got Fingered? That is correct. Yeah. He's in he, that movie? Oh, he's the best I, part of Freddy Got Fingered. I can't remember a lot of that. Freddy Got Fingered is my favorite comedy. Is of it time, really? And I don't care who says otherwise. <laughs> it's the first movie I saw when I turned uh, old enough to see a movie by myself in theaters. 18? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Tom right? Green classic, yeah, right? 2001. I don't know how old I was. Maybe 17. 17? Yeah. Nobody under 17 a minute without a Yeah, something like that. Well, yeah. for that movie, I would and hope the, not. And I worked at the theater, and they carded me. Really? Even though they knew who I was. Tom Green's too intense for 16-year-olds. I think the only movie I ever got carded at was Hostel. That was it. It was the only one. Uh, so, yeah, they, they bring it to Shaq. That that yes. makes big news. And we have a... Sh- we see Kurt as, as Ed's, like, talking about how great Good Burger is. Uh, he knees the fucking... T- oh, he hits it with his knee and just destroys it. He's like, oh, yeah, talk some big smack now, man. And then, like, his two cronies are like, yeah, you tell him, boss. Hey, like, you, you just tell him, Kurt. Destroyed your TV. We talked, you talked briefly about the yo-yo thing. And I just yes. wanted to bring that back because. Well, he's right- got to sign the contract first. Yeah. So what happens with the contract? It's all, like, around the same yeah. time. Oh, I'm period. sorry. We didn't. Did we talk? We didn't. We, we kind of skipped like over. That was, like, way That's yeah, before yeah, Shaq. Yeah, we talking about Shaq. Yeah, yeah. We're out of order. But so what happens is Mr. Bailey says, hey there, Ed, for every burger we sell, you get 10 cents. Which right. I think's fucked up because the burgers cost two fifty. He makes sixty seven dollars at the end of that day. They sold how many fucking burgers is that? Six hundred seventy. That's just burgers, by the way. That's Ten not cents counting. per burger. Yeah, six seventy. Keenan comes up with a deal. Always scheming, Keenan, uh, where he will get eighty percent of Ed's money because he came up with the idea of putting it on. The, the burgers. good burgers, yeah. And mind you, I think they could come up to some arrangement, but Ed's like, okay, that's fine. Well, he's and, an idiot. That's yeah. the whole point. And so he gets, you know, he gets $13 out right. of $67, and they go about their day. Mind you, it's not a ton of money. He needs $2,500 to pay this off. In two and a half months. Two, well, yeah. and they, they, they don't go about their day, because right after that, literally right after that scene when he takes his money from him, Ed's like, hey, you want to hang out? And he's like, okay. And then they go and they do that roof they scene. They go on the roof scene, which is like- guilt him, yeah. Yeah, which is like the scene from Wayne's World where they have that little intimate moment on the car. I kind of, I kind of like it though yeah. because it, it gets very like real talky for a second. It gets real talky, but you that never happens again no, in the movie. No, well, like, I thought, Kel also kind of every time it gets a little serious, throws a, a joke out to the, bring it. The joke know. was really good where he goes, "Yeah, I don't remember what my dad looks like either." And I see, see him, him every, every day. day. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. That's a good one. That's some dark shit, though, That's man. Yeah. I also I also like the fact that like he gets because Keenan tells this whole story about this yo-yo and how it was, yes. it, uh, it was important to him because his dad gave it to him before his folks got divorced and left. Yeah. Right. And then Kel basically like replaces the yo-yo and gives it to Keenan. Right. Because it's, it's, it's the next scene the next day. That's what I was saying. Right. It was like, yeah, it's well, a quick payoff. Well, it's after Kurt. It's after Kurt. Uh tries to bribe him to come to Mondo Burger. Somewhere in between there. Because remember, Keenan and Kel, they kind of butt heads for a hot minute there. Yeah. He remembers who Kel is. Oh, yeah, because he runs into Abe Vigoda and he's wearing fucking... Right. Uh, I think I broke my ass. Can someone get me to a hospital? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there is that scene where then he doesn't want anything to do with him. Then he finds out about the sauce and now he's, oh, my my my, my ticket to ride. Yeah, because he doesn't want to talk to him. And the right. whole reason that, you know, Ed sits down in front of him and eats a sauce in front of him. And he's like, can you get the fuck away from me? Right. Please? Exactly. The guy's, a, the guy's a couple tacos short of a combination plate, man. 
<laughs> I love that they say it's a lie from the movie, by the way. It's a lie um, from the movie. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it. Right, because then that all happens afterwards. Is, right. is, is Ed Sauce supposed to be Nickelodeon Orange? Yes. Yeah. And it's the so. same as this, this VHS tape. Yeah. yeah. But but I, I think they uh I think they messed up on it because sometimes it's like red, like tomato it's sauce. Not and that's because it's drying. Right. Like if you look on Keenan, it's like drying. But it's it's, it's supposed drying to be like inside orange the... gack. Yeah, yeah, basically. Right. Because there we is gotta that, sell toys, just well, right. There was definitely Burger King toys. Speaking of where's Burger King and McDonald's, they were making all the fucking toys for this. Were they really? I I mean I remember toys. I definitely I remember getting that cousin Skeeter toy. Yeah. Uh, also created. But I don't by know about Brian Good Robbins. Burger. I think that'd be conflict of interest, wouldn't it? Um You're probably right, actually. Maybe I'm getting my wires you know what? crossed. That's but... actually interesting because back uh, on the show uh, maybe because they just wanted to get money. Yeah. Um but all the soda products in this movie are Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas in the show, it was just like good soda, good, good soda. orange, yeah. uh, Kello's orange soda, as you know. Yes. He does, he does, he does, us. Mm. And ham. Um, and yes. Do I do I do ooh. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And, and, and I think that it, it's kind of funny that, you know, there was no good soda. It was just good shakes because, you know, they can't say you have a good Coke. Yeah, or a good right. Sprite. Or a good, a good Sprite. Coke product. A good Coke product. What do you mean good? They're great. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he gets the yo-yo, and then like he kind of feels bad about like the contract, but doesn't end it right then and there. No, because he still needs to fuck. I mean, he doesn't let's have to make be that realistic. Payment, yeah. we, he needs to pay that fuck. He needs to pay Sinbad back for his yeah, it's twenty five hundred for his for Sinbad plus nine hundred. So he's looking at let's say let's round it up thirty five hundred bucks. He's got to make in a summer, not and we're well, we don't ever get into the taxes or anything. Yeah, we're not overthinking this too hard. Yeah. I'm sure he's just getting paid cash. Sure, uh, but yeah, it's so a that, lot that's, of dough. That's five dollars an hour. Yeah. He said he's working six hour days. That's a long time. And he, you know, he's a miner, so he can't work th- forty hours unless he's just doing it. Right. He's probably working thirty eight. He's not really doing much, Keenan, at the restaurant. No, no. he doesn't drive the car. That he's, he's scheming. That's to. what he does. He's scheming, Keenan. Yeah. So he just has to sit back and wait. <laughs> it's true. He's, they they throw him the keys, and then he says, "All right, they're not looking anymore. Here you go, uh, Ed." Yeah, you have to drive and make the food and do the orders and all that shit. So now the goal. Of Mondo Burger, right, is to get the sauce recipe, right? Okay, so that's how we get back to that. that's what we had to we had to get that information yes. out there that we missed because right. Mondo Burger has to put up a red light <laughs> and bring in Roxanne, <laughs> right? That's his answer after he knees his fucking you TV like that into shit? pieces. <laughs> Roxanne, which wow, you, you sound just like Sting. Which brings you back to the police, yes, who did the music for the movie? Well, Copeland did the Copeland music, did, yeah. And I love how in the credits, just side note, it, it says Roxanne written by Sting, not yeah. by the police. Oh right. my god, yeah. Uh, Carmen Electra makes her appearance. Man, I gotta tell you something. I, 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 when I was a kid, I used to love Carmen Electra, I think we all did. But like looking at her again now, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, she's okay. I was thinking the same thing, yeah. But like, I it was like, a, I don't know, she's not bad looking not at that all. She's, look, not that she's not pretty or anything, it's just like, I was like, oh. That's yeah. That, I, I, I think she's ugly as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, three very attractive men. Yes, I, I think. I was gonna, you know, I want to. What I can say yeah. that hey, when she walked in, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna look at every extra in this movie. <laughs> and you had Abe Pagoda checking out her last and, classic. And his, his giant caterpillar eyebrows just like go up. <laughs> They're like ruffling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's another guy on the on on the left who does like like the most snakiest like. I guess that's why I mentioned. I, I guess that's why I mentioned it. No, she was definitely a sex icon at the time, no doubt about it. And she was like, well, she, she was doing do Playboy. Playwatch? She was doing Playboy. She's definitely a Playboy. No, that's Pam Anderson. Just Pam Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Which is which is odd to me that they put a playmate in a Nickelodeon. I movie. think she was. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Disney some would never do some that. of this like edgier humor that's in the film, like yeah. even with the actors. She's trying to fuck Ed the whole time. She's like, I'll 
do whatever you want for the I, I, sauce recipe. Yeah, that's like today you get like maybe not something that explicit, but like you have like a um, you have like cartoons where they'll be drinking out of a red solo and they'll say it's yeah. juice, stuff like that. Yeah, regular show did that all the time. Carmen Electra gets her fucking ass kicked in this movie. Dude, and it's, the, it's some of the funniest slapstick of the that, whole film. I love that goth place they go to. Yes, um, I saw this movie in beautiful Tucson, Arizona, where I lived during the nineties, and they. Um, had a place called Gotham Stuff, which was kind of like a big castle. Mm-hmm. And it looked kind of like that with the oh, lights and everything. that's kind of cool. So I was like, was this shot there? And it was, everything was in LA, so it must still be out there hmm. or something like that. Huh. But um, yeah, but they go in there, and I was trying to like see what all the arcades were in the background. Like, oh, there's Altered <laughs> Beast there. Oh, yeah, I was looking you at know, that too. Um, there's actually a website that will tell you what arcades are in every movie. That's pretty awesome. I didn't know that existed. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I, I had to find out, because when we were doing... Uh, was it rental reviews, or was it... Uh, it um, there was, uh, I was trying to figure out what Lex Luthor's arcades were in Superman 4. And oh the site, my God. the site listed it like exactly. Holy shit. These two pinball machines, <laughs> these three arcade machines, like they knew. You know, I'm thinking of, you made me think of Richard Pryor, even though he's in three. Now I'm thinking about the movie, The Toy. Was there arcade machines in that? Had to have been. Because that, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Joe, but that is a weird That's fucking a weird movie. movie. It's a, dude, it's funny because like uh, Jackie Gleason and like, I didn't know who Jackie Gleason was when I was a kid. Oh, but sure. But I knew who Richard Pryor was because yeah, yeah. I used to watch him and uh, uh, Gene Wilder and uh, See No Evil Here. No Evil. That's oh, another buddy cop. I used to yeah. watch the toy all the time. Have you seen Richard Pryor's moving? No. So No, good. I've seen. You I have to. I've seen a lot of his stuff. It turns but... into Mad Max at the end, even though it's what about moving cross country. Oh, my it's God. Such a Wait movie. a second. Is that Dana the movie? Carvey's in it. What's the movie where Richard Pryor is bussing a bunch of misfit kids from that from the school? That's not this one. No, but that fucking oh. movie is great. I had never saw it before. My dad put it on. He's like, you never saw it, whatever? And I'm like, no, it was fucking hilarious. Oh I need to go back and Richard revisit Richard Pryor that. has some gems. You yeah. know you know what? This conversation is just telling me that we need to cover a Richard Pryor movie at 100%. some point yeah. on this show. We can, talk, we can bring him up again because yeah. the last time we mentioned him was on uh, Coffee. Well, well, right. When I talked about his fucking act when he fucked uh, Pam uh, Greer and he put, what did he put? Cocaine on her cervix or something like that? No, he put cocaine on his dick. Oh, that's what it was. It fucked her. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. It ended up in her cervix. Yes. That's how you get a UTI. <laughs> she did. I want to read uh, Pam's uh, uh, book. I, I would read that, yeah. Some. Anyway. But uh, I recommend Richard Pryor's moving. Uh, <laughs> yes, on got, that note. You, you get, um, yeah, the movie has Randy Quaid. And Dana, and Dana Carvey? Carvey. That must be a fucking winner. One's a psychopath and one's his neighbor. And it's amazing because oh, the whole man. thing is the family doesn't want to sell the house in moving but he has to move cross country and like the daughter keeps setting up like elaborate like murder house scenes when the realtor comes over with the people and stuff it's so that. good oh, oh my I never god heard of this yeah and then it ends because the movers keep not bringing the stuff to the house where they have to like attack the moving truck like mad max oh style. my god it's really good that's anyway. what this show is all about thank you yes. for, for dropping yeah, that so knowledge bomb on me as a 90s kid in the actual 90s because you know i was telling sean like i was age 6 to 16 in the 90s. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, people say 90s kids, but they were yeah. born in, like, 95. Yeah. You don't barely remember 9-11. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Gee, I remember where I was. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Yeah, what were you doing? I was, I was, I was watching Master of Disguise. I was no. in social <laughs> studies class. I was in I was in a tech class building microchip the, things. These are the deep uh, 9-11 conversations you get on the Good Burger Review. You like that shit. So, and so, <laughs> it's not, it's, well, 9-11's when the 90s ended. No, like, I know. I get what anyway, you're saying. Outside of 9/11. They're making a comeback. So, being a 90s kid, 
an actual 90s kid in the 90s, seeing this like golf plays and seeing these arcade machines, that scene really brought me back. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was really cool seeing them go through like the, the, you guys say mini golf or putt putt? I, I say mini golf. Mini golf. I've I mean, never said putt putt. Yeah, in my whole mini life. golf. I think yeah, the only time we ever said putt putt was when we did an episode on the, the Pre Sayer 3 where they have an actual putt putt. Well, of course, because they call it that Dino putt. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just real quick before we get off the scene, again, I, I mentioned all, all the uh, the slapstick shit. Yeah. Oh, this uh, this scene's filled she's with like, it. So she's trying to get Kel to like give up the, the secret recipe of the sauce. And Keenan goes to like kick Kel under the table and fucking kicks Carmen Electra in the shin. I don't know. I just, it's just funny. She busts her ass because uh, he like he pulls, pulls her chair, chair out. Oh she's my like, God. her butt is fine. Uh, her butt is okay. He, they're playing, they're playing uh, mini golf, and he like rears back with the golf club and smacks her right upside the fucking head, and then hits the golf ball. It was in all the trailers, but all the golf ball into the windmill, like hits her in the fucking head with that knocks her out. Bad CG. It was. No, I mean, good. for the minimum, the minimal CG that's in this, it was fine. Also, it, I thought the ball would hit her and she'd fly back in the water. Yeah, but she just kind of falls <laughs> on her face. Or she she face do a backflip or something. Oh, what the hell shirt is freaking Keenan wearing? He's wearing a hoodie. I oh, it's Urban Boys. Urban Boys. Yeah. but Boys is a three. <laughs> so, so this is the part where Keenan fucks up. If you wanted to keep the scam going, at least. Why did he have? Oh, go ahead. Tell. Yeah, he's got the contract up. in his fucking jacket pocket, and, and I guess it- he forgets about. And then he like gives it to Monique because she's cold. And then she's like, wow, this is a really fun night. And she, he's like, oh, at first, uh, he's like, I thought we both uh, liked each other, right? She's like, no, nah, I thought you were obnoxious. Self-absorbed yeah. dickhead. Which and he's he like, is. whoa. Yeah, because because Ed sets up this date. Right, the double date. Because yeah. Keenan's like, hey, you got to go out with Carmen Electra. She wants you. He's like, well, you come with me. Who are you going to do? Well, how about Monique? Well, she doesn't like me. Oh, now she does. I think it's what Joe was saying earlier, though. It is that thing where it's like she's giving him a chance because he warmed up to Ed. And well, most I, people, yeah, because he's being nice to Ed. I think yeah. it helps that Ed asked. Yes, that too. And I, it just dawned on me now that we're talking about it that like Carmen Electra is like, what, 35? And Ed is supposed to be, what, 15 or 16? I, 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 the like, ages are a little all yeah. over the place in <laughs> nice. here. But you got yeah. this MILF nice. going out with these teenage kids. Talk, also, about, talk about Jeffrey Jones and Dan this, Schreier. This would have been a great opportunity for Abe Goda to come with some 90-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if Abe Goda just showed up? He took like Ed's hat like with the dreadlocks. Oh, I'm Ed. Just bends her over and fucking fucks her. I'll show you my special yeah. sauce, sweetheart. All right, where's the sauce? I just blew it inside oh, you. Oh, my God. I'm 75. Nothing's going to happen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how that works. Did, did, did he prime it with the cocaine? The Richard Pryor move? Yes, of course. <laughs> Carmen loved that. That's why she was like all in bandages and shit in that next scene. <laughs> she is like a She fucking, got fucked by Abe Bagoda raw. She is a Bugs Bunny cartoon in that next fucking scene, Oh, dude. okay, yeah. So she's like beating the shit up already for getting hit with a, with a mini putt club yeah. and the ball. And then, you know, she's clearly like heavily implying she wants to fuck Kel, but he's oblivious. And I love how Monique's like, uh, I think Roxanne can help yeah. figure something out. What do you want to do, Ed? I want to shave a Martian. You have a Martian? Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. That's a weird joke, but... Let me ask you a question. I, I mean, I'm here are, for that. W- as kids, when you watched the trailer, did he not say, I want to shave an alien? It's possible. I watched the trailer. Am I know, having like he, some he kind he of said, weird he, fucking... He says Martian in the trailer I saw, like I watched the other day. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, he's wanting to shave an alien. For some reason, that's sticking out in my fucking head. I mean, you know how that goes with movie quotes. I'm I mean, having a Mandela effect. We, we do it on the show, yeah. even, I'm sure, where it's like you think in your head something's... Perfect example. Hocus Pocus. He does not say, Bubble, Bubble, I'm in trouble. He says, Bubble, Bubble, toil in trouble. But he has such a thick accent. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't Watch know. it with subtitles. 
Bopo, bopo, I'm it's in not trouble. Not what he says. He says bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Really? Yes. Fuck that. It's I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. It's stuff like that that you hear it. Bopo Bopo is like my favorite thing to I'm say with, from listen, that movie. I'm with you. I'm not I'm not against that I, logic. I've I'm, seen that movie a ton. I don't know what the fuck you're talking when about. It, the, bus the bus driver. When he picks them up. Oh, he's making fun. Yeah. I'm sp- I'm talking about what was written in Are the you script. serious? Yeah, That's I, I, I wouldn't no. I wouldn't do you dirty like fuck, this, Joe. Man. Or the dumpster dwellers. The only thing I would correct is Thackeray, like everybody I would say Zachary yeah, Bates sure, when I was a kid. Yeah. Thackeray, sure. Thackeray, yeah. Yeah. But, but but my point not not to like ruin that for you, you but just my- broke everything <laughs> for me, dude. Trick or trash coming soon. Fuck. Uh but my point of bringing that up is you hear things sometimes, because I've done it myself with other movies too, where it's like, oh, I thought it was this. Bubble, bubble, you, toil and trouble. Yeah, it's a combination of his accent too. But it, it, it's that thing where it's like you heard it one way and you think that's what it is, and you say it like that for years and years and years. Like I've I've done it on this show. But so I, I maybe you thought it was aliens, and you just kept quoting it as alien. It's you possible. Know? I want to I want to believe in my heart that Mick Garris intended it to be bopo bopo. Sure, I'm in trouble. Sure, right for Hocus Pocus. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> she, she he doesn't get the hint, and she fucking falls over again and gets hurt. Yeah, he like karate. Oh yeah. Oh, you her. scared me. He fucking hip tosses her. Yeah, yeah. and she's she like goes this. in to kiss him. Yeah, and then, and then she she tells Kurt and the boys, "I'm out." Right with a broken arm and leg, apparently. And they're like, "I guess she didn't get the sauce recipe." I guess not. <laughs> what gave it away? Triampathol is is what is in these oh, burgers by the way. Yes. Triampathol, yeah. And that's when he's like, "All right," and he picks up the phone. He's like, "We're gonna make the bi- the burgers bigger." They're like, "Bigger?" He's like, "Yeah, we'll see how good burger does with burgers three times the size." Yes. And, he calls it in. and the lab's like, "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the guy with the eyedropper is like, "Okay, yeah, three more drops." They're uh. putting one drop onto the burgers and they're making them into hockey burgers. puck like uh, size. Yeah. Knuckle puck. Knuckle puck size. Because even at one point, Mr. Bailey's like, I got one. And he brings it in and, and they're like comparing it. To Pulls the... it out of his ass. <laughs> like he sat on he it. Certainly like he certainly looks like between it. his cheeks. Uh, yeah. So what's the next thing that happens? Like, I forget. Um, how, how do they get captured? They go they go into. Well, that dog comes to them. So this dog comes up to them. They're sitting out back and they're contemplating, like, what what's wrong with Mondo Burger? And well, the dog is, like, barking. And, and Keenan's about to tell him about the contract. Right, because Monique blows yeah. him up like, I yes. found the contract. Yeah. I, now I know you're an asshole. Yeah. Right. So he's trying to make good. But then they kind of crack the the code on the on the fucking Mondo Burger shit because this dog comes up and won't. First of all, the dog is barking at Kel and he's like, "What? Four clowns in a broken down car?" Yeah, it's like Lassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Jake's the clown is very upset right now. I think. You just tied it together. There yeah. you go. That shakes in his posse, dude. Where's that damn dog? I think that guy who says that is the guy with like the headphones on and oh, maybe. all that. That oh, has the oh, maybe the yeah. bald guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's a good joke. I uh, like that. So he throw the burgers to the dogs, and it won't eat the Mondo burger, but it eats the good burger. And then Keenan's like, "Oh, there's something, something very mystifying is going on around here." That's true. No, no, no puppets coming out of mirrors, but that's true. <laughs> but they dress up like old black women and they go into uh, uh to investigate. To investigate well, yeah, to get to go into the kitchen. Kel takes this what? Uh, what? very seriously this idea. Oh, yeah, he puts on lingerie and mm. shit from like Frederick's of Hollywood. Mm. He looked, pretty, he looked pretty good. I thought he did. I, I, think, he looked, I think he looked pretty good. When they strip him down, yeah. And then Keenan just got what he had on him before, but yeah. it's just like a wig, and Kel's literally has like... Yeah. And then he runs into a wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Run, Kel! It's a wall. And then he's like... 
Kurt's, he, Kurt's yeah, like cornering him, like rubbing up on him. I, I, I don't know why they decided the drag thing was a good idea. Because um, it was funny. But I can see that that's the kind of, you know, directorial vision that went into like Norbit and Shaggy Dog. And yeah, true. but it wasn't like. Especially n- Norbit. Look, it wasn't dunking on no, no. trans no, people. No, no, They were trying to infiltrate this place. That's all. I get what you're saying, though, especially like Norbit. Just that movie is bizarre, but there's a they, lot of that in that movie. They could have put on Groucho glasses and went sure. walked in there. You know, it could have been way worse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's true. It could have been way worse. <laughs> Imagine just, if they did a white chicks thing. And the sombreros come out. <laughs> it could have it got way Although what's worse, worse, the sombreros are them just saying, fuck it. It's like white chicks. Holy yeah. shit. You know what they should have done? They should have put um, <laughs> they should have put Kel on Keenan's shoulders. Yes. And, and pretended to be Shaq. Oh, I, yeah, I, I tried the good burger. Shave now I'm trying head? the Mondo yeah. burger. Yeah, I need to go. Uh, I'm here for the Mondo burger. <laughs> it's like in the back. All right, I just wear like a large Shaquille jersey. O'Neal. Yeah, all right. I, I, see, I'm already rewriting this you take, yeah, you take, yeah. They take him on tour. Yeah. And, and, and Kel's like underneath. Oh, he's like, they have, breathe. they have to play ball real quick. <laughs> he hands he just hands Kel an orange soda. Like, yeah, just suck on this for a while. But Kel's hand comes out and dribbles the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, none of That'd that happens. Funny. They get sent to the insane asylum, as you do. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> get me the Ghostbusters. Because I, yeah, we're right. Taking the, we're going to Demented That's Hills, That's another, another trope in this movie. You mind telling your story to some folks, my friends downtown? Mm. Yeah, this is a, this, this seems very much... Um, your burger story? Your giant burger story? Like, like, like in Beauty and the Beast, where they're just like, uh, lock up her father in the insane asylum. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Well, that's like... 1500s France, though. You could lock somebody up just for looking at somebody funny. The thing is, like, that's at least corrupt, you know, and they throw you in a cell well, in solitary. This, yeah. And this one, like, they go up to the guards like, hey, I'm not crazy. They, uh, I, I'm being held against my will. Sure you're not, buddy. I, sure I, you're not. I, think, I, I think the implication there is that they're on Kurt's, like, payroll. Because this guy's there like, are, you know somebody. There are um, deleted scenes, which are in the behind the scenes, where they're sitting there and they're doing like the ink blot tests and all the stuff. Are you serious? And and and, and, and it makes them seem like they are crazy. Man, the way that the padded huh. cell scene is shot is fucking scary. Yeah, like it has that this court, sort of like a tales from the crypt kind of thing, where it's like this handheld yeah, thing of I, them I in the, the padded cell. In there because it, it, you feel like it. That's would a wide ass lens, brother. You, you you figure it would be like a room that's like four walls, but yeah. it's not. It's like. It's like a hexagon or something, mm. and like the room seems like it's getting bigger with the back and it's very disorienting. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kel's like bouncing around. It's Ooh, great. This is great. Yeah, because yeah. he's having fun in there. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan's like literally about to shit a brick. He's yeah. so scared. <laughs> I mean, as he as he should. Yeah. And then then it cuts to this insane asylum, which is co-ed for some fucking reason. Uh, that's not. Oh god, when Keenan's playing cards, not a good idea. No. no. And we get Linda Cardellini. Yes. As Heather. Heather with I birds her. in her hair. Yeah, she's great. She fucking, she went crazy. She released some kangaroos from the zoo, and now she's in this place. Right, with a guy eating cards, and another yeah. guy poking Keenan, yes. and another guy just yelling. And George Clinton. And George, and George Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> this is, George Clinton, he was in this. He was in PCU in a very similar kind of role where, like, they play his music. And yeah, yeah, yeah. In. Well, he's not in Mario Brothers, but he does the, the oh, yeah. Walk the Dinosaur, yeah. the Goomba. Walk like a Goomba or whatever the fuck that he is. He calls and says, should I do this? And Bob just happened to pick up. Run while you can! I, I play King Lear! Yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> King Lear, yeah. You see, I like want me to make this fucking Mario Brothers movie. I had no idea. I, lo- I love uh, that in that scene, 
the woman he's with is supposed to be Bertha, the big fat fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah that like, we talk about that on the episode. That's kind of rude. Yeah. Uh, not very nice. And she's like, well, who the fuck's Bertha? Well, the bouncer at the Boom Boom Bar. But, yeah, she's the fish. Right. Uh, hey, that movie's still great. Oh, it's fantastic. Give it, give it, a, give it a listen. Yeah, so, the episode so, or so watch the movie. They're stuck in the... Um, the place, and they have to find out. It's called like Demented Hills. Demented really, Hills, just yeah. just send that so home. While Arkham that, Asylum. Yeah. While that's going on, um, the well, well, now that they're out of the picture, the Mondo guys are going to put shark poison in in Which, the sauce. I, I don't even know if that's a real thing. It just sounds really bad. It okay. sounds like a Batman spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll go to the bat shark ed sauce. Um, <laughs> why the fuck aren't they going in there and stealing the sauce? This movie follows logic of they're the only two things that matter is Mondo and good. Uh, yeah, so they, I, I, I don't overthink it. The whole they, plot they, was they, to get they, the sauce. They say in there like, oh, yeah, we can uh, we can just like, they, like one of the henchmen goes, oh, yeah, we'll get some of the sauce so we can reverse engineer it or something. Yeah. And then they never do that. No, they just poison it. All, well, they, all they do is go there and be like, hey, yeah. can I get a side of sauce? Which would have been which would have this would have succeeded because Abe Vigoda wouldn't have been like they wouldn't have rushed back with the and they'd been like, it's poisoned or whatever. Right. And they would have been on top. Because the thing is, with the Mondo Burger guys, there's no stakes. No. It's not, or with the Good Burger guys. Like, for Good Burger, it's like, oh, no, we're running out of business. But there's never at, like, if if if, if we don't have the money by this date, mm. I have to fire everyone. Sorry, boys. And at Mondo, it's not like, oh, no, Good Burger's taking all the business now. What are we going to do? They're just being assholes. Well, yeah, Kurt's they, a total asshole. They, they could literally ignore Good Burger and they'd lose a little money. But because Kurt is so egomaniacal, and there's even the scene, too, uh, before Roxanne gets in over there where he picks up Ed and tries to hire him. And Ed's like, oh, you know, I'm good. And he's like, well, how does $15 sound? And he, like, holds it up to his ears. Like, <laughs> sounds kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like this guy has, like, a vendetta against Good Burger for whatever reason. Well, he tries to. Yeah, it's just weird. The chain of events. He, like, tries to bribe him. And Which then he's like, why... oh, OK, I'm just going to yeah. poison people. Well, I, I guess he just assumes, like, fuck it. Now this is personal. Yeah. So he's just going to say, well, we'll call someone to get sick or die. And then they'll go out of business. Which is why there had where there should have been, like, a Jeffrey Jones or something character. Mm. Because he'd be going against his wishes. Right. Like, there'd be more to it. Like a CEO above him. But with Keenan and Kel locked up in Demented Hills, nobody knows where the fuck they are. Right. There's no more. They can't make any more sauce. Yeah. I mean, right. Mr. So, Mr. So Bailey and the gang are like, like a week. They only had one pot left. Yeah, right? that was yeah. it. They solved. The so they could have stole the pot of sauce, reverse engineered it, used it for Mondo Burger and Good Burger would own a business. I, and Keenan and Kel are in the fucking. I, I, eventually, Keenan's mother and Ke Kel's parents are going to be like, a where lawyer, the fuck are they? Maybe. Yeah, because the, yeah. the answer is they walk in there. They see the pot of sauce. They're about like, you know, let's say there's no poison. Yeah. They're going to steal it. Ava Goda wakes up, goes, what are you guys doing here? And they just throw the sauce out. Because <laughs> what are they going to reuse that sauce? They're out of business. Yeah. Well, if they were just wearing fucking ski masks, they could have just ran out of there. I guess that assumes that Ed wouldn't get out of Demented Hills. Though. Right. I don't think Ed would. Keenan might. Mm. There's so a he doesn't know the sauce recipe. True. Oh, I know this, but they'll be they'll pen pal. Oh, they'll also, make him write it down or something. Also, at one point in this movie, I, when he's making the sauce, he just throws an entire onion in there without cutting it. Yeah. I don't know what that's oh, at, oh, what Sarah that's Pickles. doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that you know what, Kurt didn't expect the old man with back problems to be sleeping on the f literal floor. They never explain that. No, maybe maybe it helps his back. I, I, that's how I read that's it. That's where Abe lives. There that's, might be a yeah. deleted scene where like, he fell on his back and couldn't get up and just decided oh, to stay there. No, that's funny. That oh, was like, like uh, what was that? Tales from the Dark Side, yeah. yeah. Please Hobby. don't help me. Oh, Javi. Yeah, and then there's a scene outside like, anybody? You there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember he closes early or something? That would yeah. been, that, like, he, like he slipped cleaning <laughs> and then he stayed there. That's what happened. That's probably what and happened. And they cut it out. With a yeah. wet floor sign next to him and everything. Uh, we could check that scene. Maybe there was. Anyway, yeah, so they, it's possible. They have the shark poison, which has a skull on it. Of course. Well, why shark, wouldn't it? Should have a shark skull. 
Or just a shark on it. Or, or it could have flowers so no one knows it's poison. Maybe it was a shark and not a skull. No, like it, was, a skull. it was skull and crossbones. Yeah. But yeah. he gets up, what the hell are you putting in our sauce? So so Kel, Kel like, releases Big Scary Guy out of his fucking straitjacket, and then George Clinton starts fucking, they start kicking up some parliament, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, what? Well, Abe Godot gets thrown in there, by the way, because yeah. that wasn't clear. Oh, that, that's because they uh, they sent him to the same place. Yeah. Like, they're like, got oh, some old man, they're going to believe you, bullshit. You know what they should have done? Just gave him some shark poison. <laughs> I just called it a day. Injected him with shark poison. No, because and planted it on him. Well, because he was old. He was taking some people well, out with him. Because well, I mean, they're already going to poison everyone in the sauce. What's one other guy? Also true. Yeah, just squirted in his mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like a hibachi. Yeah, it's got it in like the little peepee thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was Open weird. up, babe. What that is it? Shark was... poison. Oh, <laughs> that was like a needle. But instead of a syringe, it was like one of those like hug drinks. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Who yeah. made that prop? I don't know. Squeeze it. Yeah. So anyway, they're yeah. in, they're 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 in. A, it's a, it's a, a Nickelodeon movie. That's what was that craft <laughs> service. They're in the asylum, making fun of mental health. It's hardcore. It's hardcore, which is fine. Right. George Clinton's like, what's with this fucking music? Turn this shit off. Oh, yeah, this music sucks. The, the, the nurse, uh, uh, Cratchit type. Was, yeah, yeah. Nurse Cratchit. Ratchet. 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 Yeah. She is a nurse Cratchit, though. She was sure. kind of Ratchet. Yeah. Uh, so she comes in, and I figured she'd have a bigger part based on how they, like, present with her. the light and all that stuff. Yeah. But she just turns on the music and Listen leaves. to this bad music. But, but also, like, what Joe just said... Ed's already released this like big scary serial killer guy into the, the facility, and he they're kills like people off screen. Yeah. And he's killing like, Nancy, he's killing Nancy, or whatever. But like that's happening. But this other area where they hand out the meds, it's all calm. Yeah. No one's locked in the room while this maniac runs around. Oh, yeah. And she said the nurse uh, Ratchet says something like, "Oh, I have to go get all your prescriptions because you're all cr-. like, I'm like kind of like weirdly don't go away. Like yeah. it just seems like their scenes missing. But, Probably. But anyway, so." Parliament they, dance number. They start oh, I love the dance scene. number, which is also a music video for the, the movie that, I, that they release separately on Nickelodeon mm-hmm. at times. Like, sometimes shit will just play between commercials. Oh, and yeah. And he goes up. Keenan's idea is to go up between the security guards and get them to want to dance and then beat them up dancing. Hey. He, like, needs a guy in the dick. He needs a guy in the dick <laughs> and, and then, he like, hits him in the double, hits him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not how I thought that was going to go. It's kind of dumb. Wouldn't actually work. But also, again... It's a Nickelodeon kids movie, well, so sure. You would assume he would like shimmy them around and like take the keys off, like sw- right, like sway them like the Goombas, yeah, like the Goombas, yeah, and yeah. then like swipe and, like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or get Linda Cardellini to do a little more. Maybe she takes the keys because she's just kind of there. Yeah, maybe there's like a limbo scene. Like there's a lot of things could have happened. <laughs> yeah, than just beating two guys or like up. a conga line, and then Ratchet comes back like, "What the fuck is going on oh, in here?" Yeah. Well, let's not even kid ourselves. Like, I mean, I don't know if they even mentioned this in the behind the scenes, but this scene's in there for Kel. Like, hey, you want to show that you're you're a choreographer? You can dance. Here, yeah. here you go. We got George well, fucking just, Clinton. He yeah. got second place in Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, he's a no, really yeah. good dancer. Yeah. So they're doing that. Yeah, but it would it would in a normal movie it would have ended with the, the all the bad guys are accidentally in the Congo line and they can't get out. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and they they leave. Yes. Free. They go to the crazy guy's room by accident. By accident. <laughs> And he's their friend now, and and they question mark. I love Lisa Cardinelli's like, don't make any sudden movements. And Kel's like, hey, what's up, man? Gives him a high five. Yeah. He made friends with the crazy man. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, can you bust this window open? Because Linda Cardellini's like, oh yeah, it's like tempered bulletproof glass yeah, that's like, like five yeah, feet thick, triple, triple, Some hermetically shit. sealed. Yeah, hermetically sealed. That's and, what it was. And, and I was like, bitch, this is like from eighteen ninety six. I know. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this reminds me of Demolition Man, where he's like, what's your boggle? <laughs> My boggle. <laughs> And he picks Keenan's ass up and throws him yes. out the window. And, and I looked, that wasn't tempered glass, that shatters. Like, those yeah, are no. shards of, like, sugar glass. Yeah, yeah. Who, 
the stuntman, someone got hurt doing that. Oh, yeah. That looked like a bad fall. Yeah. And uh, he goes out. Abe Agoda jumps out. I love Abe. He just fucking says, I'm out of here. You're going to tell me twice. <laughs> and then uh, Kel jumps out last. But um, he jumps out a different window yeah. <laughs> instead of the broken one. Yeah. And then you never see Heather again. No, well, she's stuck at the facility. I mean, I don't know why they just don't escape. Like, in, it would have been great a, if she, a, if her and big scary guy like escaped and like came back and like beat the shit out of the Mondo that seems guys. Like, that seems like what would happen, right? right? Or you see him driving around later or something. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Where they like they have these ideas that kind of play out, but there's more like meat on the bone, but they just leave it. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think there was more. You like you said there was probably more there originally, which would made that feel not so abrupt. You know I, what I mean? I feel Even like if they don't come back later. There'd be a little bit more with them. Okay, so I I just think of a way we could have done this with these characters. Let's say the rest of the movie plays out as is. All right, so we have we have a couple scenes. One we didn't talk about, but when Mister Wheat's mailbox gets destroyed. Oh, the Simbat, yeah, the yes. recurring. So one. the first time is when they're going to, to shack. Ed crashes into the mailbox. Second time is coming up. Yeah. So what if there was a post credit scene? Third third time now it happens. Mr. Wheat, his car's destroyed, but he's got his new mailbox. Here comes crazy guy and, and Linda Cardarelli in a stolen Puget Sounds fucking Puget truck Sounds. or whatever the hell. D- Demented Hills and crashes. I don't know. That's no, my that thought. Been, that would have been clever. Yeah, something. I, or, I, I like the idea that his car is in his, dro- in his like, garage with the, being put with, down with the burgers still on <laughs> yeah, yes. That's how they brought it back? Yeah. Yeah. Or the tow truck <laughs> drops it off like that. Yeah, because I was... I was telling Sean a lot of these movies, like, you know, comedies are always in threes for a lot of these things. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of twos and not a third one. I guess you're right. Well, I think... Because for this one, his car gets hurt at the beginning and at the end. And yeah. there's not a third one. The mailbox, there's two, but not a third one. Like, like there's too many different pieces. I, I guess I, they, I get it, but it, it, but it, it yeah, adds yeah, yeah. to all the other things. Like, but I guess too they, much meat on the bone. I guess mm. they compensated with that as the third, even though it's not the third. Like mm. something that kept getting destroyed throughout the whole movie, but it wasn't the car specifically. This is but also, I see what you mean. This no, is, but imagine the comedy yeah. when his car keeps getting more damage on it and the bill keeps going up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. he knew that Kel, oh, it was 25, now it's 5,000, now it's 20,000. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, yeah. And then at the end, it's like, I bought your sauce. Uh, Petridge Farms bought the sauce, and now you get, you know, like whatever change. A million yeah. dollars. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Here you go, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> and it's it, a whole check. Yeah, like well, yeah. some, <laughs> and it also said now, and now like you know now the crazy people are also working at the restaurant. And everyone's happy. <laughs> and Good Burger, yeah. yeah, and they're like That's you know the second location, like 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 kind of like 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 Ed and um uh Keenan have to go off and world travel for the sequel, yeah, or whatever, yeah, 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 as the new business owners of Ed Sauce Good Good Burger or whatever, yeah, and now the crazy people work there instead. Oh so well, he's just like, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's it, hanging out with Spatch. <laughs> This could be way funnier. That dude. would be fucking hilarious. Movie. That's what I'm saying. The movie could be way funnier. Let's, yeah. let's just do a sweeted version of it. Um, Yeah, so uh, before the chase scene, something I noticed several times throughout the movie is when they're sitting at the scenes where where they find out where the sauce is and that booth directly, behind Keenan, you always see a Blockbuster video sign, but it says Blockbuster Pavilion. I did not notice that. It says Blockbuster Pavilion, mm-hmm. and I looked up online, like, what is Blockbuster what is that? Yeah. Pavilion? It's, mm-hmm. it's, so it's a Blockbuster logo, but instead of Blockbuster Video, it says Blockbuster Pavilion. Is it a bunch of stores, or is it like a superstore? It, it was supposed to be, they did test stores in LA. I like looked it up, and people on Reddit and other places were talking about no it. No shit. And it was a Blockbuster store that was kind of like also like Tower Records, where they had music CDs. 
Huh. Didn't, didn't they have that anyway? At I don't know, but they, no, this no, no, one no. said Blockbuster yeah. Pavilion. I'm thinking of something else. That's the else. only time I've ever seen it mentioned before. It was no at shit. one store next to Mondo Burger. Why isn't huh. Kurt going after the Blockbuster Pavilion? That's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, it might not be selling any hamburgers. They're, they're probably but... in cahoots, you know what I mean? You go to Blockbuster <laughs> Pavilion, you get your music, your movies, and then you get a fucking good uh, Mondo right, Burger to go. To go. Yeah. I, but what I think this movie did is it took a lot of great scenes out of movies that existed like Wayne's World and sure. all that stuff. If they want to lit and without being like busted for like, oh, you ripped that off or this off, or like the good homages, yeah, like with the burger car and stuff. No, hundred percent. But, but I, it's also like the kids. Ver- you got to remember, it's the kid, kid yes, friendly right. version but of those films. If they went a little further with so many other details, I think yeah. it would have been like a timeless classic. Sure. Yeah. Like this movie's kind of like Blazing Saddles, not in the content per se, but like it just goes off the rails at some point and never gets back on. I'm like, yeah. you don't know. Like if this is your first viewing, like. You you would never know that the end of this movie goes where it goes, like or the fact that they end up in an insane asylum at one point. No, but it's almost kind of like a dirty work too. Yeah, oh, or yeah. the Jerky Boys. I love dirty. You work. know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, very similar in structure, right? Yeah, so, so it uh, works. It's just yeah, it's no. bizarre. Uh, so they they, uh, they escape the estate asylum. Uh, they have in this the ice fucking cream truck. Car, they have a fucking car chase in an ice cream truck in, in the obese uh, brothers ice cream the truck. Obese brothers, yeah, it's excellent. <laughs> Uh, mind you, the this is the second greatest ice cream truck uh, scene of the '90s. The first True. being um, Last Action Hero. Yes, of course, of course. Not the best ice cream truck in cinema, though. That no, actually that, goes with that, the Renzi Brothers. Yes, that goes to Killer Clowns. Yeah, yeah. well, with the model where they're throwing it around. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then the bad it's guys. Rented. Sorry, the bad guys. I guess because they just assume they're crazy, but you you don't have the. The forethought that they're evil. No, they're just the henchmen that are trying to apprehend the patients. Right. They're not necessarily and, um, evil. They're driving their UPS truck looking <laughs> thing. And it uh, looks like the fucking uh, the Weasels van from uh, Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. oh we Also, this is the first time Keenan actually drives again since the beginning. Never drives the goddamn Good Burger car, but he drives this ice cream truck. And then they're throwing the ice cream at the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, about yeah. some raspberry sorbet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's the right, side. That's right, Is that right. a fudgesicle? <laughs> I like the guys driving. They're like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> they're pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, this is when they make their way over to Sinbad's house, and he's putting out that brand new mailbox. Oh, they, they don't even hit it. The uh, the other truck. Yeah. Well, they lands on top of it. it. Yeah. yeah. They they hit like a Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yeah. Them like boy, a ditch. And yeah, them boys get some fresh air. And did, you, <laughs> yeah. did you catch Sinbad's line right before the fucking, right before they almost hit the no. thing? He goes, today on this old homie. Because <laughs> he's building his fucking yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to think that that ditch where they like take the ramp off of Sinbad had to have his septic tank like fixed or something and his lawn's just fucked, but he's got you this nice mailbox. There might have been a second one that they cut out. True. Could just be. Saying. Or the, you mean that third one. Right. But, yeah. but they're rushing back to Good Burger because they know about the shark poison and we are much like in other scenes in this film, getting kind of cut between them and Good Burger. Yeah, we they, we they, see them open the sauce. Yeah, because two old women are about to eat it because it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and I guess they're going for burgers at and 10. we need Good Burgers at 10 o'clock in the morning. And some good chunks. This is true. In- including one very spry old woman that I just am assuming is Granny Van Dam. It could be. She this wants- woman knows how to fucking take a tackle. She also wants some extra sauce, so could be. Oh, in in the behind the scenes, they t- she took that tackle eight times in a row. It the is old, Granny Van Dam. The old lady? Yeah. She got she out of her wheelchair. Yeah. She was real limber. Ah, stretched it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Hit me. Hit yeah. me. Eight, eight all, times. Eight all, times. Well, Keenan tells like, oh, she keeps grabbing my dick. Is that okay? Is that Break, in the contract? Stretches and like breaks all their foot, like cracks its back like that guy in Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think she was like a stunt woman or something. I'm sure. I mean, I, I, I got to oh. make it a, a in-universe oh. joke. I thought you meant like the actual old woman actress was fucking taking these fucking hits from Kel no, Mitchell. No, no. 
I'm like, wait, that doesn't uh, seem right. The one who eats the burger was the same woman, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but there was there was two of them. Oh, gotcha. So anyway, they get in in time. They stop it. Oh, I wanted mustard. She puts this huge glob of mustard on there and like eats it like at the fucking mustard station, too. Well, that's that's the best shot they could get. They don't want to get her in the booth. They can't tackle her. Well, Kel had to open the door and be like, no. I like why she's doing it. The other lady's already eating the shark poison. (laughs) She's already keeled over in the fucking corner. Um, but yeah, you're right. Then they, they go to Mondo Burger to kind of finish the score and they tell everyone that good burger, like, don't worry, we'll explain later, just call the cops. Yeah, call the cops. We need to get to fucking, uh, try, try after the flan or whatever the fuck this shit is called. <laughs> don't feed anybody any good burgers. Yeah. Oh, wait, these are like actually the third customers. We had some drive throughs. Yeah, they actually, they never really, uh, like, oops. They, they, they never say, oh, by the way, someone poisoned the, sh- po- Mondo Burger poisoned the sauce with shark poison. People will die to eat it. They go, just don't give people them. The, the sauce got poison. Yeah. Like it, she very... does. Say, they do say they do say the sauce is poison, though. Yeah, but that's oh. it was very flippant. Yeah. They're like out the door. <laughs> they got They got to fucking go. They got to shut like, down this operation. Like, if we if we were at work and you're like, hey, uh, orange soda's poison, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh my wow. god, hard. Well, he did tackle an old woman, so maybe oh, that was proof true. enough. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Abe Bogota's got to hang back, pick up his blanket and his pillow. Hope that nobody I need asks a hot him jacuzzi. About yeah, he yeah, a hot jacuzzi. That's what he says. <laughs> He's great, and then he just kind of fucks out of the movie. Um, because then we kind of go to this climax scene where fucking They're climbing up fucking Mondo Burger. They go <laughs> shimmy down... up the straw. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, first they have to hide behind the rolled gold pretzel truck oh, yeah. <laughs> that just goes across the screen for twenty five. Product minutes. placement. Even my yeah, wife yeah. called that one out. How, I wonder how much roll gold put into Good Burger. I, I assume Frito Lay owns them, and that was kind of like a what they were doing. Cause, sure, because like, he comes in with Frito Lay, like like I don't know, Dorito. I don't know what some shit. Made. Right, I don't know who owns who anymore. <laughs> So yeah, they, they yeah they, they have to climb and sneak in the building to get the stuff to show to the cops, and of course, um, Ed, uh, you know, Keenan's gonna distract them while Ed, you know, they should have probably switched roles in this mission. <laughs> no, a hundred percent, and it's like it's like you gave him the important part, right? Yeah. Make Ed the distraction, but it turns out that Ed goes to get uh, the triamphanol or whatever, the triamphanol, whatever the fuck it is, chemical X, chemical, yeah, yeah, yeah. chemical X, and he dumps it in the fucking. He has his rotten literal grinder. Yeah, he has this like epiphany. He's like, oh, and he dumps it in the and, like in the more thing. and more and yeah. more. Yeah. So now when the burgers go through the oven, they're like this fucking big, and they keep getting bigger. Yeah, they keep getting bigger <laughs> and, and explode. Uh, what a good special effect! <laughs> they just, they're like, let's I don't know, uh, blow them up. Some burgers, yeah, good, yeah, and the microwave, the microwave, yeah, Everything the microwave blows up, and the building's shaking. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I do wonder the logistics on the microwaves, but again, not trying to overthink this movie. Too there was hard. a gremlin in that one. Then. Yeah, okay, that's okay, what happened. Yeah, there was a dog in there. Too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah because, because you know the bad guys catch Ed and they catch Keenan. I'll, so, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we got you now." Oh, you have. And what's funny is back then they look like futuristic bottles, but those are just regular water bottles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, what an idiot! He brought up an empty one." He's like, "Well, it wasn't empty <laughs> before." Yeah. And that's and when the like, whole building starts shaking. <laughs> yeah, because then everything blows up. It blows up in their face. People are like dying inside Mondo Burger. <laughs> the right? fucking fud ru- the butt fuckers uh, sign <laughs> falls down. Let's get it right. Yeah, and this is where the uh, Infinity J30 rolls up yeah. with Mr. Wheat, and the burger falls right on top. Sitback gets out, and he's like, hmm, must be a shift change. I know, And yeah. this fucking burger falls off the top of this building and just completely decimates this it's car. Like a flying saucer. You're going to like, it's great. I mean, it looks a little awesome. cheap, but who cares? Cheap? It's totally practical. Is it really? Yeah. It looks, they it looks, smash that okay, fucking yeah, car yeah, with yeah. that giant they, burger. When it first lifts off, it looks like a spaceship, but okay. Yeah, but again, remember, this movie didn't have a lot of pre-production. True. And I was reading about how, like, 
they had to get that thing through the LA streets at three in the morning <laughs> on like a flatbed truck what? because that's the only time they were allowed to move it there because oh they built God. that entire place in like yeah. 10 days or something. That's insane. And they actually had to drop a crane on the car, like the, the burger. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's and, an iconic scene. Don't and, get me in wrong. In the behind the scenes, Dan Schneider sitting in a freaking like like director chair, and the burgers right behind him, and everyone's like slapping the burger. It's like really weird. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they run the fuck out. Like, yeah, the burger hits Mister Wheat's car. The whole yeah. the whole place is literally exploding over these oversized oh, burgers. My favorite part is all these people run out of the building, yeah. and the glass doors just shatter just for shatter. no reason. Yeah. Like they didn't like run through them and the stunt they, they had that burger shit in there too. They started expanding. Obviously, it, it's also slow mo. Be- oh my god! Yeah, somebody's in the bathroom explodes. Um, <laughs> they get blown through the roof. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're like there's like stunt people running out with like hoods on and shit. So like the glasses and blow up in their face because it looks like it's all tempered. Yeah, that explodes like they were actual like w- glass doors yeah. from a place. I would have liked if they went a little further with it, almost like like the boys style, mm, yeah. where like you know it's like. Hey, you shouldn't eat that new Mondo burgers. I'll eat what I want. And then, like, he fucking, ex- <laughs> oh fucking explodes. Yeah. Like fucking street trash. Or, or it's like the end of the right. Simpsons movie. Instead of that burger just hitting Mr. Wheat's car, we just pan over to the burger, crushing him like Dr. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> yeah, it lands on Sinbad yeah. instead of the car. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the line would be from him, but. Uh, Probably like, peace out. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, we, we cut forward to when all the fire trucks are fucking there at this point. Kurt's getting fucking hauled out. Kurt's going to jail. Kurt's going to jail, jail, jail. And now he's going in the grinder. Well, so <laughs> is that like a cable guy thing? Like Red Knight's going down thing? I just Ooh, have yeah, been. Red Knight's going guy. down. Oh. Down, down, down. I don't know. Could be. It might have been. I just have all been... the C's are in the other room. Right. right. I was going to say, I've been quoting <laughs> it for years. I couldn't tell you. I If it's from another movie, whatever. I'm quoting Good Burger. I've been saying it for, no, 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 for the, decades. No, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. yeah the, the way that they sing it yeah, is it's, very it's similar. Reference. Yeah. So uh, maybe they were fans of Cable Guy. Anyway. They could have been. They could have been. <laughs> it's Ed's favorite movie. Yeah. Him and Keaton watched it. They hung out. Could you um, imagine a movie with Ed and Jim Carrey from The Cable Guy? Ooh. I would kind of be into that. Uh, let's sweet that one too. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he he gets taken to jail and they're laughing at him. And it kind of makes me think of the end of Home Alone 2. It's weird because they're already cuffing him before they know anything's wrong. He's like, Garrett, oh, what did, what did you blow something up in there? And then Keenan's like, oh, by the way, they put a bunch of chemicals in those burgers. And he's like, no, we didn't. You're the lies. And he brings out one of the canisters. He's like, yeah, well, what's this then? We'll see what's true or false. Why would the cops care about that? I don't know. I, that's more like a problem for the EPA, honestly, but could be. Either way, the movie kind of wraps up real quick after this. We, we well, get a couple well, more jokes. I like this part because yeah. Ed has this whole long thing where he's talking about like the litigation system and how like <laughs> the courts if, don't work. Yeah, the courts don't work, and it's broken in America. And if he had done X, Y, and Z, would have could have possibly come out to a different outcome. It's like this whole elaborate, thought out thing. So I had to pour the stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, like they yeah, could have yeah. denied it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, okay. he's like, you, you thought about all that? Of course, I'm not stupid. Yeah, which is funny because I thought for some reason, again, I was having some kind of Mandela effect where like I thought Ed knew that Keenan was like fucking him over in that contract, but didn't care because he was friends with him. I mean, he's definitely but that doesn't happen in this scene painted as like I know I don't know. Wow. like he was more aware than you think he that, is. That, that's a very like. Um, Bad Santa. Yeah. Where yeah. the little kid realizes he was getting screwed up the whole time, but didn't care because he wanted a friend. Yes, exactly. And, and they, they're missing that. Yeah. In our version of the reboot of Good Burger, <laughs> Good Burger to yes. go, we Good will fix that. Yes. <laughs> right, because he reps up the contract, and that's just like, whatever. It's just a goofball. He's actually very intelligent. He's like, oh, you don't yeah. want to be my friend anymore? It's because I'm black. He's like, that's what? a great one. That was a good one. 
But again, it's also a kid's movie, and it's like, yeah, why is that in little... there? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I got a laugh out of me when <laughs> I watched it. Again. I thought that line might have been in there because like he talked too much to Mister Wheat or yeah. something. Like, yeah, he could have got a little. Like, I thought something like that was gonna happen. But... Well, put the pin on Mister Wheat. Oh, when fucking Keenan comes up to him. Ah, nice looking car you got there. He's like, oh, please help me push the burger off. Oh, I'll forget all the debt. Help me get the burger off. He's like, eh, here's some money, and I'll get you the next fifteen hundred at the end of the summer. Yeah, here's half the money. But did you to your point before? Sinbad, when when he first when Keenan first crashes into him, he's like he's like he's like I hate to do this, but I'm gonna put a black man in jail. <laughs> he's like jail, right, jail, right? Uh, and then uh, we kind of go like, Hey Ed, is there anything else you want to do? You saved Good Burger. That is a hell of a fucking ending, dude. Yeah, they put him like up on their shoulders. Everybody like, rejoices, and they're like Ed, and he's like what? And they're like Ed, he's like what? You have anything to say? He's like only one thing, and it's and then they. Right, right and, to the camera. And it restarts oh. exactly like the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Well, what a book-ended uh, yeah. it was cinematic film. I love it, though. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good, Good Burger. Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> and get the music starts kicking yeah, in. Yeah, kick up that less than Jake yeah. song. Everybody's a dude. I'm a dude. I, I also like when movies have like weird credits. Yes. And this one has like good cast. Yeah, good cast. Good music. And apparently, because I'm like scrubbing through it, because I'm like, is there something after the credits? And just because I want to look, yeah, yeah. but like I'm listening to the song and that song is long as fuck, oh, yeah. by the way, the less than Jake, I'm a, I'm a dude, she's a dude song. But then Snoop Dogg kicks up like at the end. <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg too. And I'm like, they put Snoop Dogg on like the soundtrack, the Good Burger soundtrack? Was it, was it Warren G? That was totally. Was totally, but yeah, Snoop Dogg might have been. I mean, one of the it's same song. he's like unmistakable. Like yeah. he was totally him. I mean, you got to think about the time period, and again, working off of Keenan and Cal. This is one Nickelodeon's. I think it is their first. I guess Harriet the Spy, but this is like they, the first big, big Nickelodeon movie. Yeah, but again, they leaned into like I could see a song by Funkadelic in Parliament. Yeah, oh, just yeah. like Harriet the Spy had like James Brown. Sure, you know what I mean, but not a Snoop Dogg. Well, I, I there's guess there's a lot of there's a lot of songs that don't make it into the movie. Yeah, or they're in like on the radio or something, but they're in the. They're on the soundtrack. The original motion picture. They make soundtrack. a lot yeah. of movie on the soundtrack. Look sure. at something like the um, the faculty yeah. soundtrack did yeah. super well. Mm -hmm. You know, despite some of the songs not being in the movie. Yeah, you know? the cassette tape that I let Tony borrow. <sighs> Never getting that back. Oh, I did get it back. Thank goodness. <laughs> what was I going to do without my <laughs> well, faculty I mean, cassette like, tape? A good example of that too. Or the Crow is a good one. Well, I was going to yeah. say yeah. I know, that was a big one. Yeah, that we covered a couple years back. Well, that movie or, or was made year. specifically banking on a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, soundtrack's good. I mean, again, Coolio did the theme song of their actual show. Sure. So I could see like anyone in that 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 uh music scene maybe would be like, Yeah, I'll do I'll do good burgers, King and Cal, yeah. That was like a fucking huge hit for Coolio too. Like he was he did a lot of stuff with Nickelodeon for a long time. I'm I would I'm sure he got paid a lot of money for it. But anyway. Yeah, I think he's won a few kid choice awards and stuff too. Yeah, yeah shit like that, yeah. Like who's but who's listening to, you know, like one, two, three, four? As a kid, I mean, you are as a kid on the radio, but like Fantastic Voyage, yeah. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Gotta, gotta get up to get down. <laughs> Did he have any original songs? Or were they all like, because because he's you know, got Gangster this Paradise is from Pastime Paradise, dude. I because I was like, I never listened to a Coolio album ever in my entire life. I think I owned My Soul, which had that song, and I want Get Up to Get Down. I think is on that album, or at least I thought it was when I was a kid. Anyway, that album has a song in it where he's like walking around getting drunk at this club and then like throwing up on people and it's like this it's weird i forget what the name of the song is but i remember listening to it, like what the fuck are you that talking about coolio yeah sounds like nuts. real life it's actually no but he's pretty great i don't think like i don't think he gets enough credit yeah no yeah. question mark i could see that yeah. i mean I'm, again i'm not keyed into late 90s hip-hop but i could see that no but like when i think of that like as a kid like notorious mm. big puff mm. daddy 
and Coolio. Yeah. Or like the big ones. I guess sure. in terms of what was shown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like, like, you know, like, because modern MTV, like you weren't getting your Wu-Tang. You right. I was going to say. No, Wu-Tang you weren't plan, getting Dre yeah. and Snoop. That's why I thought it was odd that Snoop Dogg was <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was, well, I mean, the whole thing was done in LA. Someone probably like, hey, we need another song. Ah, it's on this <laughs> label. I'll Motherfuckers in the LBC. And I'm like, wait, what? Good Burger? <laughs> also, these are the only credits that I I think exist ever in the history of filmmaking that are in brush script. Yeah. The entirety the of brush script MT. Yeah. yeah. Good font. The good font by Good Burger. Brush script MT. Yeah. That's the Ren and Stimpy font for sure. Oh, the yeah. VHS says what it says. Good a Burger ve- rocks. A very funny movie. Four stars. Was that Siskel and Ebert? 60 second preview. Oh. Yo, you gotta watch that. one of them. <laughs> I mean, you gotta throw a clip Man, in here. Of the key yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, so yeah. good. Them surfing on like on the a, burger parts. Yeah, it's, like, it's munchy. It's awesome. I thought that would happen in the movie. Like same. Like, like they sail down the Mondo Burger yeah, at the end. Yeah. Or whoa, 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 Maybe that was in the script, but they couldn't yeah. make it in the budget. Uh, yeah, I mean that's on a pickle. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I wish there was more George Clinton in this movie. Me too. Yeah. Good burger rocks <laughs> with good fun and rolls with a lot of laughs. But it says rolls like. Like 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 they're trying to like you know on a hammer roll, roll but like on a sesame seed. But doing bun. like rock and roll. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. Man, the buzzwords. The they're like kids bolded. news network needs to <laughs> shut the hell up. Oh my god. Was that like like you ever in a, in like high school middle school? Remember you had the TV in the class? Yeah, and always. Like Channel One News yeah. would come on. Yeah. That sucked. Yeah, it did. And now Maria Menounos just does like interesting yeah. movies at AMC Theater. Oh my god! Hi, <laughs> Maria Menounos, and this is your I, trivia minute. I've been showing up. I used to. Because I'm pretty anal about a lot of stuff, but I like showing up to movies like super early. Yeah. Like if that movie's at 530, I'm there at five. Yeah. And I just kind of sit. I'll watch all the stupid trailers because then it doesn't start till 550. Yeah. But because of all these like awful things like the take out your app and the, oh, the media stuff. Sure. And, the uh, Nicole Kidman ad that, oh, that fucking runs worst. incessantly oh, at it, AMC now. It's like we are the AMC. Oh, yeah. the one at Regal's awful where it's like every it's like movie lines. Yes. Oh, I no. can't. It's it's so bad. That sounds like ass. And I'm like, I'm just coming in late. And now I do. <laughs> and and because of assigned seating, I just plop down where I normally sit. Mm-hmm. And when they started doing assigned seats for like the IMAX and stuff like that was like five or ten years ago when they started doing that. And like. I'm all about that shit because I remember specifically when we went to go see Spider-Man 2 and we did a midnight showing and we used to do that all the time and cramming into that fucking oh, yeah. theater. They would like oversell the tickets. You have to sit yep. on the floor. I remember I sat on the floor for the fucking haunting when I went to go see that. Uh, like yeah, 90, I, def- I, I, I don't remember that specifically, but definitely going to the theater later. Definitely sure. Spider-Man 3 where I spilled soda all over me and then I had to deal with it for two and a half hours. Because you, <laughs> you, you weren't getting up? Well, because a friend of mine refused to buy snacks. He's like, I'm going to get some sodas. You want me to get a soda? Yeah, what the hell? Get me a soda. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Fucking two and a half hour movie spilled on me the second I opened it during the trailers. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> I, I actually sat on the th- on the floor of the theater recently. Did you? Yeah, it For turns, what? turns me on. Oh, there you go. No, <laughs> like like Abe Vigoda? No, no. Um, <laughs> my back. Uh, no, I broke um, my ass. I went to see um, They Will Not Grow Old, which was the documentary that Peter Jackson did about World War One. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, they redid all the yeah, footage. Yeah, so it yeah, looks yeah. Like it just had like they, they smoothed re- it out. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like incredible. The AI yeah. and the yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. they did, the audio work, um, where they got like people from the right areas of England to do the voices. It's like what wow. fucking crazy. So I went to see that, um, and it was like a Fathom event. So there's only like one or two showings, yeah. and Every single person over 60 in the tri-state went. <laughs> that must have blew their fucking minds. So I went in and I sat down and I'm like, 
why do people keep coming in this theater? Like I'm early. <laughs> well, because you're used All to the fathom fans events in, being dude. like five or six yeah. people max. So yeah. because they're showing like you know, uh, uh, this uh, crazy uh, World War One footage. Yeah. No, they're oh, showing like speaking. yeah, they're showing like riff tracks, yeah, fucking it, it was, hobgoblins. Right, it wasn't yeah. Good Burger. You yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, like I, I went to the fathom event for when they did the Jurassic Park three um, D. Yeah, whatever. I, I saw went, that too. And there was two people in the theater. Yeah, mm. I, it was it was empty. Or uh, Transformers uh, 35th or whatever, or 40th. Yeah. Uh, uh, two people. Yeah, right. Uh, Star Trek 2 had their one. It yeah. was just me. Yeah. Like, so this theater was packed and it was all old people and everyone had wheelchairs and it was like a mess. So I was like, Oh hey sir, you know there's like guys with veteran hats from World War One. The Kaiser's there. Go figure. You know, so I'm like, hey, oh, you can sit here. I'll, I'll just sit on the floor, or whatever. And that was not a fun experience. Was the movie good though? It was really awesome, but because I was in that lower angle, like you know, like where they had like the handicap seats yeah. like, yeah. in the stadium, I was like down there. Oh man. And I was like trying to get my feet out, my ass is falling asleep. <laughs> Some guys come in. I'm like, like I I wasn't paying attention. Someone ran over my leg with a wheelchair. Oh, I'm like. No. Oh. You know, but thank thank them for them their service. Fuck you know? well, yes, a so, disservice yeah, to but, your leg. <laughs> so anyway, the theater experience is still a disaster. But I'm glad I could watch Good Burger with you. Fine, fellows. I still like yeah. going to the theater. But however, where are we putting this, fellas? And is, is it on the shelf? Is it in the dumpster? Where are we putting this? <sighs> That's on the shelf. Yeah, I mean, I'll give my opinion in a second. But yeah, I mean, considering everything else you got here, I mean, this is true. I, Pluto, again, Pluto Nash is on the shelf. Not to always well, draw attention to that. Yes, but. I, you got Theodore Rex on the shelf. Sure do. Hey, it is um, a, that's a shelf movie. Yeah. Go watch our episode. Yeah. Let me think. Uh, Mafia is a great film. You yes. have that over there. That's mm-hmm. another amazing comedy. Uh, Major Pain. Yeah, you have a bunch on there. So, so do you have anything beyond it's on the shelf that you want to add, Justin? Um, I think it's good. I think it could have been great. Uh, I think it's missing a few things. Could have been a great burger. I think people see it now as like a cult classic where I think back in the early 2000s, people used to like make fun of it, like, oh, mm. that piece of crap. Mm. But I think people see it more fondly now because... Yeah, with how awful the world is, you're kind of reconciling. Like, you know what? The 90s were pretty good. And Good Burger was a fine film, despite its fa- uh, faults, I think. Uh, I agree. And do you want to go next or do you want me to go? Uh, do you want to go last? Yeah, go, go. That's fine. The special Good Burger episode? Yeah, yeah, why, why, why not? Mix yeah. it up. Go back to the old episodes <laughs> when I used to go last all the time. Yeah, um, yeah it's on the shelf. And this, like going back and like revisiting this, because we we did this on the uh, Two Heads Are Better Than One or None episode. Right. When we said we went back and we watched Keenan and Kel and how that particular movie was like the end of an era. Yeah. Right. right yeah. Um, way under budget. It looked like a really bad made-for-TV movie, which what which it was, and it was like the, the send-off, which we thought wasn't great or not the one that they deserved. They should have went out with Good Burger to go, to go. But uh, going back to this flick, it's actually it's it's well made. It's still funny. I thought I was gonna be like all welcome the Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, out by the end of this. Yeah, but they do just enough. To where it it's not it doesn't get annoying, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And there's some pretty good fucking gags. There's a lot of pop culture shit in this that if you grew up in the '90s, fucking hits all the notes. Good actors, um, but right. But even if you watch it now, like somebody not knowing any of those things, like who the fuck Carmen Electra is or anything, it still works it, for me. Um, so I wouldn't say it's a timeless classic, but uh, it's a good time. And Shaq is still relevant even now. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. So like even kids today know who the fuck Shaquille O'Neal is. So like that's not dated at all. Uh, maybe who the fuck are Keenan and Kel? Why you're gonna watch Good Burger unless some old fuckers like us tell them to? I don't know why. <laughs> right. Um. But uh, it was it was fun going back to and uh, yeah, it's totally on the shelf. Well, I agree and disagree with why with someone because Keenan Thompson's like the longest running Saturday Night Live. Uh, Yeah, I believe it's going to be 20 years. That's insane, dude. 
And 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 mind you, I think that's also a bad thing because SNL used to be a vehicle for you to then become like a movie star, like a Bill Murray, right? Or whatever. And Keenan is Dan Aykroyd. This movie came out, and Keenan said, and all this stuff, and and just kept getting bombarded with, oh, it's Keenan and Cal, Keenan and Cal. He's like, fuck that. I don't want to work with Cal anymore. I want to be my own man. Mm -hmm. I want to be Keenan Thompson. Mm Two thousand three, he went for the um, SNL uh, tryouts. Yeah. So did Kel. Mm-hmm. Kel bombed out because he was going more physical comedy and like fucked up his routine. Like, sure. He like danced and knocked water all over Lauren Michaels or something. Something happened. Well, you're not getting hired. And uh, so then Keenan got it and he stuck with it for 20 years because no one else is going to put him in a movie. Which is crazy. He became, because he became he's, got, he's got a TV show now. It's a, but yeah, that's but, about but, it. But he became a T. He was like, fuck it. I'm just going to become the TV guy. But yeah. he was also he's still a bit parts guy, too, which is crazy. You know, I don't well, know. When I, he I is like in movies, Tom- he definitely plays like side characters. Yeah, that's he, what I mean. He's fine, yeah. but I would love to see Keenan and Kel reunite for real, not just some BS. Oh, we're bringing back all that and it's not that good or for skits. Like they should, if they made another duo movie, much like. If Keenan uh, and Kel did like a Bad Boys or something. Yeah, considering Bad Boys, you, considering you know I mean. Coming to America yeah. 2, yeah, or Arsenio or, Hall. And, man, I fucking loved Coming to America 2. But anyway, um, but you know, compared, it worked. compared to Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think they could come back for like I, th- I think people are missing these types of movies and yeah. still be relevant and funny and and, you know? and they they clearly have the chops for it considering the Jimmy Fallon like they could go right back into those characters yeah. very easily I, I and mean, also working off each other yeah, yeah that's the key I mean before I give my opinion which I'm sure is very obvious at this point but it's like you know if if they can do Clark's fucking three why not yeah. We'll let's, see how let, that turns let, well, out. Well, I actually think the trailer looked pretty good, but that, <laughs> that that's fine. not the point let, of my example. Let's see what happens when it's not just the trailer. It, right? Well, well I, obviously. I think those are Fathom events, too. It's like a three-rent stint. Yeah, it's not oh, like really. A, it's not like a... They're huh. four-walling it, but it's limited release Fathom event. I, I am tepidly curious. It, it mm-hmm. looked interesting at the very least. Uh, but this movie, I love this movie. I kind of said that already. It's not the best movie by any stretch, but, you know, Joe talks about this somewhat often on the show, movies you always go back to. And like, I I try, but I definitely don't do that as much as Joe. And I don't know how you are with that, Justin, but Mm -hmm. like movies that you're like popping off yearly or once every few months that you're like, man, I just can't get enough of this. And this is a movie that I put on every year. Uh, Me and my wife watched it last year. I watched it again with her for this review and I'll be watching it again next year. If not before that, I mean, I'll be editing this episode. So I'll be seeing a lot of good burger between now and the release of this. Uh, And and it just doesn't get old for me. Uh, I had the VHS, as you can see, uh, on this video version, DVD, and now Blu-ray. And again, maybe we'll eventually get that Criterion version with all that behind-the-scenes stuff in my lifetime, I'll Criterion say. Criterion Good Burger. When I'm on my deathbed, yeah. I'll be 95, 100 in a fucking hospital. <laughs> they'll, they'll finally come out with it. I won't even see it. I'll die just from I'll put the it right between uh, Brazil and Possession. Oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, this movie's just a lot of fun, like you guys have said. The acting's pretty great. I mean, there's a couple lines here or there where you can see maybe they could have gotten another take out of the actor, but they didn't. Whatever. Uh, you don't know the circumstances. You know, we referenced Mario Brothers earlier. As much as we enjoy that film, all the behind the scenes seemed like it was a nightmare. At least this, based on what Justin said, seemed like yeah. everyone was having a good time. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, people should revisit this. I mean, I, And like Justin was saying, too, like maybe at the time people were like kind of wishy-washy on this, but, you know, and I'll admit, maybe I have some of those rose-tinted glasses on myself to a point, but... You know, nostalgia plays into this, but I do think it is just a funny movie. And like Joe was saying, Shaq's still kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and if nothing else, if you don't know who Shaq is, you get the idea that it was like a popular sports person at the time. 
But I, I would be kind of curious like 10 years from now to see like people younger than us, what they think about it. Um, but beyond that, I'm totally good with just watching this once a year for the yeah. rest of my life. Maybe two if I feel lucky. Maybe maybe eventually get that 8K version in about 15 years. I'll watch it on that. Really see all those pimples the, on the, Keenan Thompson's the 4K face. UHD release. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it, it's high on the shelf for me. Put sure, it that way. Yeah, it, it's also a thing where it's not tethered to the source material in a no. way where you can't mm. watch this in a standalone way no. or present this to somebody. But, and they don't but know, I, what, it, they go, "What it, the fuck is it's this?" Probably better to watch it separately, in my opinion, yeah, without even uh, looking at the original sketches either, because it, it, it's right. its own contained thing. Uh, like, like to prepare for this, because I prepare way too much for stuff. Like, I watch the behind the scenes sure. stuff. I watch the full movie. We I appreciate watch that. The, uh, <laughs> I watch the movie for the review, which yeah, is always yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I checked out uh, five or six of the old skits. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Nickelodeon on their on their YouTube has all these, like, th- top five things to know about mm. Good Burger and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is really interesting and learn some stuff, you know. That's fucking cool, though. I mean, I watch, like, five or six episodes of Keenan and Kelly and up this because it's on Netflix and I like the show. Yeah. I would argue that that's a better lead into this than the actual sketch sketches because you get a feel for their yes. style of comedy that's what i was kind of going with that where like i watched all that stuff and i just felt just going right into it or watching keenan and kel made more sense yeah because in those keenan and kel opening skits where like they mm. did like the sign photo where they come in front of the red curtain and stuff yeah. to talk to the audience that was like them right you know? yeah 100 and, and, and i think you get some of that in this movie like this is more like them than they were in all that yeah Especially Keenan. I mean, Cal obviously hamming it up that he's a moron for most of this film. Yeah, they were like exaggerated versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do want to add that uh, Brandon Rule, who is a fan of the show and has been in uh, communication with us a lot. Oh, he's, yeah. He is the uh, he has dubbed himself as the MDU chef. I'm into it based on the videos that were sent to us. Okay. I'm salivating just thinking so, about what he So we're going to include his uh, MDU burger uh Yes, I am looking forward to whatever that looks like, because, again, what he sent us previously, I was like, oh, my God, send us this immediately. <laughs> get the dry ice out. I don't know what you got to yes. do. Get it to us. And we'll get you the recipe, too, so you can make your own uh, burger. Yeah, uh, I'll be making myself some uh, strawberry milkshakes. There you some go. Some good shakes at, at home when I uh, pound into one of those. For sure. Um, but yeah, uh, so Justin, where can everybody find you? Are you like get, get anything going on, like promoting anything or like uh, anywhere you want to send folks? No, nah, you can just check out my social media. I, I have a, like a link tree thing at justysilverman.com. There you go. J-U-S-T-Y. It's mm. kind of my nickname sometimes. Um, but yeah, you can, it's, it's not hard to find me. Trust me. <laughs> but no, I'm just, you know, like we got a few, um, video games coming out. I can't really talk about yet. Um, very exciting stuff. Working on some video projects with, with you and some mm-hmm. other people coming down the line. And just kind of chilling, watching stuff. Cool. For sure, man. Whatever. Uh, Doing conventions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, I guess after this review, we'll be moving into uh, our next film. It's been a long time coming, Joe. It's been a a long ass time coming. Are you a Pinocchio fan, Justin? Uh, Not really. (laughs) Well... Just, this I, this I, might not be for you, or maybe it will be for you. I think it's. I think it'll be for you for is, sure. Is this the the Jason Alexander one? No, no. And it's, it's also not, not the, the Paul Shore one either. And it's not the Paul Rubens one either. Uh, and it's also not the Tom Hanks one. And it's also not that Italian guy. You know that um, like Pinocchio is like a, like the greatest thing to ever happen to Italy, and like <laughs> eight Pinocchio movies come out a year there. Ah, uh, that's insane. Yeah, they love Pinocchio. It's but... also not the Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie either. Right. Oh, that right, one yeah. was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird one. Uh, no, it is Pinocchio's Revenge that we've been talking about doing on this show for, I feel like, the entire time we've been doing it. The Kevin S. Tenney classic. 
Pinocchio's Revenge with effects by Gabe Bartalos. I'm very excited to talk yes, about that and movie. I, we'll wait till the review, but classic sounds about right. Yes, I love that flick. It's very, very good. So I'm excited to talk about it finally. Uh, we will also have, uh, either by the time this is out or very soon, a commentary track with Justin. Yes. Just going to leave it at that because I don't know if we actually decided on that. I don't think we did. It's the first time I'm hearing about then it. Then no. <laughs> but I would We love... talked about doing it. But we I told him about it. He's just saying this for the camera. I, no, I'll definitely do that. Yes, that was a great <laughs> idea. So look forward to that. That's over on Patreon.com slash Movie Dumpster 5 and $10 tiers. And uh, we're also going to be bringing back our live shows. Either one may be out by now or will be coming out very soon. I, I'm not looking at a calendar, but they're coming back. They'll be on YouTube. Could be. And if you and again, another good reason to sign for Patreon is to get uh, the full entire live show of Magic Mayhem and Little Rubber Monsters because we filmed all the live parts. Yes. So you will get the show as it was as it was right with everything included. Um, so you can watch it in the comfort of your own home, make some of the signature drinks from the event, mm. get some swag, pick up some swag while you're uh, while you're watching, maybe. Justin was there. Dude, Justin the was there. Signature drinks kicked my ass. I don't even remember. I was like <laughs> crunk at that show. That was awesome. That was a great time. So it was we, a good time. We got, we got some new episodes coming. We got we got some more Patreon content coming at you. We're just playing a little catch up after this like busy as hell summer we had. We got minisodes. We got commentaries. We got a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe. Bear with us here. We're trying to get our footing back together, but uh, we're trying to still give you the mainline episodes uh, Fast and Furious. So uh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, again, as always, we appreciate you listening and watching, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Yeah. If you guys need a review more Sinbad movies, let me know. Oh, you'll oh, be we the will. first we'll call. <laughs> we know where to find you. So that's it. That's Good Burger from 1997, directed by Brian Robbins. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Justin Silverman. Thanks for visiting Movie Dumpster, home of the Movie Dumpster. We'll catch you on the next one. 